catch a redneck by its toe. If he hollers, let him go. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. My mama told me to pick the best one. And you are it. When them people come here and they ask you who done this, you tell Mickey Mallory Knox did it, all right? Say it. Mickey and Mallory Knox did it. Mickey and Mallory Knox. I love you, Mickey. Love you, Mallory. <laughs>are you ready are you ready let's get it on <laughs> hello i wasn't even ready for that <laughs> welcome to an all-new episode of fast Hooray! this is our so we picked you, this why are you guys so scared man <laughs> oh, you're so scared I, i'm i'm happy I, I, this is gonna be our most fun Any, softest pod ever anyone that tuned into this is clearly have, has read the descriptions already Read the warnings that this is going to be kind of uh, a little bit more darker than our normal pod and a little bit more spoilery than our uh, normal pod. But if that's your thing, I would like, I love these movies. So back in the day, if they were podcasts, I would seek out this type of pod to hear people talk about like uh-huh. those fucked up films. I do it all the time on IMDb. I was like, I got to go through these. They used to have, uh, remember they. That's the topic, by the way, fucked up films. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you remember IMDb used to have the, the board, you know, the uh, the ongoing like. The big board? Uh, uh, soundboard really where you could go and talk to other people oh. they got rid of it because it got vicious they oh got, like, really it got evil and uh it got racist and <laughs> way to go to tell IMDb. me the internet got irrational <laughs> at some point when, oh, it, when yeah, it was opinion based Over something it, completely small and insignificant well this is right before it really blew up you know and so the internet media, <laughs> yeah. well social media it's kind of uh how people were just crazy uh speaking freely <laughs> and uh they got rid of it, and I was disappointed because nothing was better to me when I saw something fucked up in a movie, and I was like, "That's the place you would go because you know in the thread somebody would be talking about it." Mm-hmm. Like, do you, that scene where that guy did that? I can, yeah. still can't believe it, and I would love to go there. Now I don't know. There's probably chat rooms all over the place. I just don't know about any of them because yeah. I'm kind of an IMDb. Don't go to them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I haven't it's been called in the Reddit. chat room. It's called Reddit. It's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. guy wants me to meet him behind the <laughs> yeah. mall. He says so he's we got this talk about vintage it copy deeply. of Big trouble in little china <laughs> i'm telling you reddit is like the i'm surprised they didn't let that place exist like, uh, don't look fascinated with films up on reddit no, might, yeah, might, god no might, uh, not do another episode. find a bunch of fucking <laughs> snuff films on there uh, <laughs> so uh, before we start anyone do anything interesting this week see any movies uh, i saw uh, i mentioned it last week i saw shazam uh-huh. and shazam was awesome definitely would recommend it to anyone to see who's just likes fun movies i mean it's just it's like that's what you would think it would be about when you saw the trailer. It's like a superhero version of the movie Big uh-huh. that they just cast really well with that. Every scene that guy's in, yeah. you just smile. It looks He's really fun. so funny. Yeah. Just playing that, I, I'm kind of inept because I'm 13 years old and yeah. I'm not sure how I should act here. And really, from the, if he from was the trailer, 13, it looked he, like he nailed it, the guy. Because oh, he, he was kind he of, it, it's not man. unknown, but he wasn't a big uh, name, right? No, he wasn't. Uh, Zachary Levi, yeah, he's actually in the Avengers. I think he's in Avengers Infinity War. Uh, but I'm not sure he, who he plays, so I'm wondering if he plays like one of Thanos' like, oh, yeah. creatures we'll or something. We'll have to look but back at that. I'll have That's to look up and see what his character what his character looks like. Uh, yeah. Look up Zachary Levi, who I'm talking here. Uh, so yeah, I saw that and uh, some fucked up films. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I didn't I, watch a single fucked up film. Did you? 
<laughs> doing this all straight from because a lot of these I can understand. You're gonna have to help me with some, probably. But well, but I might have closed my. I guarantee eyes that punch. anything is disturbing has burned a memory in your brain that you will not forget it. Like when I'm talking, uh, there's some on that list. I uh, that expanded list <laughs> completely blocked out. Someone no, might get I triggered. Ha- I haven't watched. <laughs> I purposely found out what the movie was about. Yeah. And was like, oh, like I won't be, wa- yeah, I won't be watching that movie. Yeah. Happiness and then, is not on our list. Like some friend of mine, I won't name my friend. He's not in this room. <laughs> but said when I was talking about those types of movie, he started talking about that movie, and he's like, ah, oh, that was a great movie. And he's he like, liked it, huh? He liked it. I didn't think anything redeemable about it. I can like a he, disturbing movie if he there's liked something it redeemable about in, it. You know, in a way that of how difficult it is to present that subject matter. Well. What what was interesting uh, about happiness too is you're dealing with four people all with a different fucked up issue, and you're one of them was the the child predator. You had uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman who would make like uh, like really disturbing phone calls to women. Uh, Flora Flynn yeah, Boyle what? was one of the women that liked getting the phone call. It, it was it was. Why disturbing. does this movie get made though? Is well because it exposes. This is a it. weird group of people that are out there, and this is what we're going to talk about. I hope everything. it was based on. But and they were all people. people. Who who did this one? Who did that? I don't movie? know who did Happiness. I could tell you all the actors in it, but I can't. Now, what was the one? And, and if you don't want to talk about this, say I don't want to talk about it. But, uh, <laughs> what is the one you said coming out with with uh, Matt Dillon? Yeah, we talked about it last. Oh, did we? Okay, episode. but it's the uh, the house that Jack built. I'll definitely see it because it's Lars von Trier. Yeah, and uh, I know one of us has a Lars von Trier movie on their list. I do. No list is complete. <laughs> fucked up movies. Yeah. Like that. Well, that dude has too. one spot. On it's it. actually amazing because some directors, that's all they do, and it's amazing that we all made this list. And Larry Clark did not make the list because Larry Clark, who did Kids, Bully, Another Day in Paradise, uh, that's his forte. I could easily put Bully on this, but I kind of chose yeah, a couple of was, ones. It was uh, shitty. <laughs> Bully was a great movie, It man. was a great movie. It was a great movie. It, it was more of a drug, a fun <laughs> drug movie that got yeah. dark, r- really uh, hardcore. But it wasn't based on a true story, which was interesting on that, too. Let me see. Let me see. Give me that. Give me that. <laughs> just Go ahead. That. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> How are you, Justin? Anything, you see anything interesting this week? Uh, I told you there was something that I did not see uh, because I found out <laughs> something interesting about it, and that was I was going to watch The Mule. And right before putting it in, found out that there were multiple scenes with Clint Eastwood having threesomes. <laughs> I'm <laughs> pretty I, sure they don't show much on it. Yeah, but like, <laughs> what I, year was I, this? have we confirmed his, this? This was last, last year. year. Last oh, year. he had, and they last showed him in threesome. Yeah. Old guy who's muling yeah. drugs across the border. Oh, and, and was like that like what I that s- movie was about? Yeah, I thought and, he, and, I thought he just had a pet donkey. Or <laughs> <laughs> you and a bunch of elderly people got oh, really disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> that are inspired. Yeah. <laughs> if he could do it, I could do yeah, it too. Right. <laughs> Oh my uh, god! That was confirmed though that that was in it. I yeah, haven't no, seen it. Yeah. I, I heard the movie wasn't that good. That's why I, I, I hadn't seen it. I was gonna decide for myself, and then I, I saw that. It. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna see anything explicit. Either way, you probably see like him I walk said, into a room and close the door. Like I said, <laughs> I don't want to see his dirty yeah. hairy. <laughs> I guarantee you don't yeah. see it. <laughs> I, I finished this. I won't talk much about it because it's a mini series. But it, I finished this fucked up one for the second time called Keepers. Keepers. Hmm. It's about. Um, this Catholic priest at an all-girls school that was like oh, fuck 
raping and oh fuck it, all the that fits right here on this oh, well that's why i was talking about it but <laughs> i was gonna goes, mention it next week it goes the beyond films. it goes beyond that one of the nuns found the, the girls kept quiet about it because the way the priest presented it to him it was like that's how it, it always their, is it man. was their fault and they would should be shamed oh, and he's helping God. them with their demons by doing these things to them oh, one man. of the nuns found out and the priest killed her and buried her body wow never got caught Never got arrested. Is that a miniseries? It's a like a six-part Netflix series called The Keepers. And it just shows you, you know, the evilness of some organizations. And, and I'm not tr- trying to imply the Catholic Church is evil because it does a lot of good in the world. But there are bad, oh, yeah, bad actors in everything that's of, out there. Yeah, and everything. It's just, it, but the way they cover it up, the organization protects the organization more than the I'd like to people. think that's being less and less now that it's being yeah. really Well, it's hard to keep things secret and now nowadays. that yeah. too, anyways. The Pope is kind of... His hands are kind of tied to make change happen. I'm surprised. I think he would anyways. It seems like a decent pope. I'm surprised with the advent of camera phones that more movies like Faces of Death haven't been made. Yeah. Well, Faces of Death is not on this. That's either. because all you but have to do is just go be. on the fucking internet and you can watch all of that you want. Do you remember how? Do they really have that? I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't yeah, you even find no, anything. It, you want on I, you type anything. I remember you told me about the Daniel Pearl video you saw, and oh, yeah. then oh, yeah. I, I, Dude, you told me how much affected you, and I never want to see anything from I, I, That's I the last even, time I look at something like that. Yeah, I, I, I won't even mention like what I've seen and where I've seen oh, yeah, it, but yeah. I have seen some fucking horrible yep. fucking shit, dude. Like yeah, I don't, I don't seek it out anymore. Yeah, no. Like, I, back I, in the I, day, I was. They're trying to. I don't want to speak about it too much because I'm I'm probably getting my facts wrong, but Facebook has been getting in trouble because they haven't been taking down yeah. oh, stuff yeah. quick enough. And I think the New Zealand massacre went up, and then they waited a while. Oh wow! Yeah, before or they kept letting it pop up and other and then waiting a while mm-hmm. just because it was driving so much traffic to yeah. Facebook that they, they gotta were, know about it quick. I would imagine once the I'm sure starts. they do, and then they say, oh, like Zuckerberg's like, oh, this stuff is difficult to, to deal with. Yeah, and it's like really. I remember you can how tell me, you can tell me what I need to buy at any moment yeah, of any right. day. Well, speaking pre-internet, I mean, do you remember how much we all were dying to see that Faces of Death back in the day? And I saw and it. How, oh, I saw it. We all saw it. I remember watching it at the uh, up north uh, with you. Uh, the first one was worse than all of them. The yeah. other ones were like car crashes. The second one, like yeah, the I only saw bits and pieces of it. The second one was mild. Remember the covers were uh, shocking. Oh yeah, yeah, with the, the skulls with the snakes coming out of the eyes yeah. and shit like that. It warning but, labels uh, all over it. The first one was extremely difficult. Uh, yeah, and the animal cruelty obviously was the worst. I didn't mind when an animal was hurting a human. Yeah, like when the barracuda bit that guy in the forehead, oh, yeah, or yeah, the yeah. shark took the guy's leg off, or the gator got the the gator. The gator, I remember that, yeah, that was man. tough because you heard his screams. But for me, the the one, and you don't <laughs> even know if it was. <laughs> You haven't, you haven't fun yet, Justin? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we haven't even started I'm going to go do some fucking should heroin. I maybe, uh, I'll be right back. Maybe I should interject like Saturday oh, morning wow, cartoon man. jingles throughout the yeah, episode. Real, dude. Here and there to offset. And <laughs> what's up, Doc? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A random cartoon noise. Hey. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So if they're there, you'll know. Adam. You'll know Let why. Adam. <laughs> Uh, so we'll move on from there. And I'll, I'll preface this That was by, all the happy we're giving you for the entire pod. <laughs> well, and arguably most of these movies are really good movies too. You know, yeah. I mean, so that being said, obviously they're disturbing. Every one of my movies is a good movie. Yep. Every one of my That's movies kind is a of good why movie. I chose these over like yeah. some of the ones we said we yeah did. there's some blatant Faces ones. of Death wasn't a good movie Justin, but ha- really Justin has up. a couple of gratuitous ones on his oh, man. list but uh and we mentioned before and it 
it kind of makes sense to mention it again that it's not necessary. I think ours, a lot of the case, some of them are violence, but I think it's interesting what different people find disturbing, you know? Like drugs, the way drugs affect people. Yeah, no, like addicts, I said, I, I can honestly violence. tell you, I've never watched like a downward spiraling fucking movie? heroin movie. Never. They're like, so good, man. I, I'm sure they are, and I'm sure the 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 acting is incredible. The acting's incredible. The cinematography's great, and everything. You know. Yeah. And I just, since I've never done heroin or a lot of those meth, meth and heroin, I think are the two big drug yeah. movies, and I've never <laughs> done them. Very diametrically so opposed, though. Yeah. It doesn't really, <laughs> it doesn't really bother me because it wasn't anything I ever did, uh, so, because I knew how crazy it was going to be. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, <if laughs> well, you, why don't you get us going? Yeah, and that's so, what I kind of started. I wanted to make sure. Yeah, this has definitely got a warning uh, be, because we're going to be talking about some difficult stuff. We have an explicit kind of rating. <laughs> We have like an explicit rating on our uh, podcast, anyways. But this is probably deserves two or three of them. Yeah. Uh, this episode. Do we have an explicit? Yeah. Oh yeah, we got a big E. Oh, oh, yes, big, we do. Big red e. <laughs> <laughs> So who's gonna listen to the family pod next week? <laughs> well, maybe I'll I'll say me when I was friendly. six. <laughs> because we're a family pod. <laughs> because even being a family uh, pod, there's no way we're not gonna drop at least fifty f bombs. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I don't think we could talk for ten minutes without. Swearing, I, I, I think we could do it if we. If I really had to. Yeah, because I do it at work every day. Mm-hmm. You know, certain situations you can. Around be. small children, I don't cuss. It no. would bother me. I like to be. <laughs> I was gonna say you work around small children. No, 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 no. What kind no. of a <laughs> <laughs> See, now we're getting disturbing. Now we're getting disturbing. Yeah, is there an age limit for massage for kids? Um, it's eighteen unless you have like parents' consent. Oh, interesting. Um, I never even thought of that. I wouldn't because if I if you have a bad uh, no, back, no, if you're like thirteen, like, you have a bad back. Shit, yeah, get a massage. I I had one client who was fifteen. She was an archer. She was here for an archery competition. Yeah, you had to get her, permission. Her mom, mom was though, a yeah. physician, oh, and in I the room. And, and I told her mom, I said, I'm I'm happy to work on her but i said i won't work on her unless you're in the room yeah you know i cool. just like you know and, and it oh, worked yeah. out great Be safe yeah <laughs> yeah better. absolutely you know i don't think this show is suitable for children i don't think this show is suitable for anybody <laughs> um all right and on that <laughs> on another note <laughs> and also on the touch of children no, yeah, yeah right springboarding <laughs> off of workplace <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever wanted to say something fucked up on the pod yeah. here's your chance because so i think here's get a full cleanse. here's a terrible segment way into small girls being abducted um <laughs> you would no no <laughs> we're gonna go with a little softball in this one i'm gonna go yeah i'm gonna go split um split is probably the 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 biggest softball of any of our list, yeah to be, yeah to be um because it's, and it's interesting you mean to me that you that? found it you disturbing. mean it's the least disturbing yeah because i didn't find much about it disturbing but that goes again with what one person finds disturbing another uh then you said previously you didn't think mandy was that disturbing which is weird you yeah. find split more disturbing than mandy because of the psychology of it there's some psychology i don't know man like we can we can Plus, debate it he loves like, nick cage yeah. nick cage can do no wrong yeah. <laughs> no i no, mean mandy there's was some great, disturbing dude. shit yeah. in mandy yeah uh disturbing as hell well and that's the thing is mandy is more of a darker set tone yeah. of like you know this terrible underworld literally you know that he's venturing yeah but into. when they burn his wife alive you don't get any of that you just get 
it's a crazy yeah. kind of uh, yeah. group of people that are making forcing Nick Cage to watch his wife get burned to death. Yeah. Um, that was, but, that but beats anything. Uh, the me. whole the whole tone of Mandy is just ultimately disturbing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like I said, I had to oh, turn sensory, it off sensory like, wise. Yeah, I had to turn yeah. it off and take a break. You that, know? that alone, and that's a good example that yeah. that could be the disturbing. That, yeah, that so, was tell us why. So you were fine with the burning of the wife, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. sure. Why not? <laughs> you know, it's a wise split. <laughs> so the thing with Split was like, um, and I, I mean, I don't need to go into necessarily the whole thing. He he kidnaps three women, and turns out that he has split personality. Um, and what are there like 23 of them and 23 yeah, but there was there's a rumored 24th there we really like, only get to see like four or five of them yeah um, but well we get to see the videos later on and also that when, was pretty cool that yeah was awesome. and also when she says his name his real name and each one of them comes out to plea with her because he says yeah. you know please just kill me you know um, and but the disturbing thing was to me the main female lead um, yeah her backstory. Oh, oh, okay. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Now it makes it completely worth it. The uncle who is. Oh, yeah. Man. I totally forgot that about that. One it, scene he's in the, the woods. Uh, yes. He's the asshole guard from Orange is the New Black. Oh, uh, really? That, that actor. Uh -huh. I, so I knew he was going to be kind of it's funny. Yeah, no. It's funny because I blocked that out. It's true. I did yeah. too. Because I remember saying how fucked up it was yeah. when, you, when we watched it together. Yeah. I yeah. was like, this is almost totally too much. I take it back. He was, he was Uncle John. Yeah. Um, we don't even have to talk about it. We right. can just say See? Up exactly scene. you know what i mean like yeah, we could talk about this. this is the spoiler laden well pod. so yeah and but do we want to talk they about do throughout the movie they kind of do these these <laughs> you're gonna beg for the child molesting uh, yeah right <laughs> oh my god dude. Can't just touch <laughs> like, a kid or something? Like, i know right like i said i'm, I'm throwing the softball i'm gonna get in trouble here. later on someone's gonna say in one of on one of david's pods he said can i touch a oh god i'll edit this shit that'll yeah, be crazy <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, that scene really, I, and they showed a couple like, and then when you found out she had to go live with him, you really didn't yes. see it coming too. It, it kind of well, came didn't out of nowhere. see it coming. Yeah, they, like who would ever do that? I don't yeah. know. When I saw that first flashback scene where they're sitting there at the table and he's telling the story about the deer, and he's so like he's a huge guy, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, and just the look that he had, and like I don't know, I instantly felt there was something off there. <laughs> I should have um, because I knew he plays that type of character a lot. Yeah, too, I did not. I did. Um, I just figured. Oh, he must. She must have learned to be a badass from her father, and right? Uncle. And that's and that's, which did happen, but. right? Um, but also, it kind of threw me because the flashbacks started to be there was such a distance between them that when they did a flashback, it, you would be like, "Oh fuck, that's right, I forgot about this." Yeah. It's great that they all took place in the woods. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and then that one where you know her just her dad has died, and you find out like, okay, she has to go and live with oh, him now. God, um, but when you saw her, the like him take advantage of, I mean it was his brother yeah. his kid right yeah yeah and like but at the end you realize that he was still alive he was still man. her fucking caregiver it, it's like crazy her, and her... she wasn't gonna go with him obviously right yeah yeah um but you know also like I mean um shit I forgot the main and she's, character's name you know she's um, in uh James uh, McAvoy she's in the new one Glass uh is that the new one Yes, yeah, yeah. we're talking about glass. She's in glass. Awesome. Uh, so I was wondering if she maybe would be. they'll go into something like that. Yeah, uh, it's weird. Maybe it's yeah, weird. I missed well. it in the theater because I I 
should have seen it in the theater. But the other the other thing was, first of all, McAvoy... It comes out like next week, though, right? Is that what yeah, I said? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, the other thing was, was McAvoy did an incredible oh, job. God, man. You know, playing McAvoy's all these things. McAvoy's everything, and yeah, he nailed it. But that movie. scene where, you know, and again, it's at the end, where she's in the cage, and he has started... He's transformed into the beast at yeah. this point, and she hits him with a 12-gauge, point-blank range... Mm-hmm doesn't break the skin well it breaks the like skin like rhino skin is what yeah you know well as, and yeah. the other lady tried to stab him yep. and the knife just broke you know but when he Love bends the, the with her in that movie too, dude man. when he bends the bars oh, yeah. and there's just he's salivating and like his eyes, his yeah, eyes yeah, and the look and then when he sees that she's scarred and the change in him and his voice and he's like you know you've been touched you're different than all the other dude that part right there was yeah. just like fucking mind-bending yeah. to me you know i wonder what she's gonna be in number two maybe she, she transforms into well the only reason type. i know because they show a glimpse of her in the trailer and then you see mcavoy doing the young boy character looking at her and going no way really so i guess he sees her interesting so i don't yeah. know maybe they brought her in somehow or i don't know she, yeah I, I can't wait i hear it's really good yeah I I, I, no one says anything bad i will about watch it. it the day that it comes and out i instantly got more excited when when Split happened, once I heard that it had the Unbreakable connection, yeah. that was one thing. I think if you, unless you saw it the first day, it was ruined because it was such a simple thing to hear online. Oh, yeah, an Unbreakable that, connection that I did hear about. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize what the connection was until I saw the movie and you got to see Bruce Willis, and it was so simple. Oh, it, was it was so just great, so, dude. Uh, and she was like, "Oh, there was that guy fifteen years it, ago. What was his name?" Bruce Willis just Mr. Glass. I just was sips a, his coffee. It, like, it helps if you're a huge Unbreakable fan, and I was always a oh, huge yeah, Unbreakable absolutely. fan, man. I awesome loved story, Unbreakable, man. All right, Dave. All right. <laughs> it's only no. going downhill from here. Yeah. <laughs> needs a good school shooting. Oh, oh fuck. You're going to get fucked up. Jeez. You got to go fucked up, fucked up. So I chose Elephant. It's one of my Gus. favorite school shootings. <laughs> called by Massacre. Uh, Gus Van Zandt. Yeah. It was a very disturbing movie because of how simple it was. Is this the one where they have the footage and it looks like yeah. real footage mm-hmm. of them in the cafeteria? Yep. Just and all during that, that scene. I've yeah, seen yeah. that. I've but seen it, the that. rest of it is just those long, long dolly shots yep. through the hallway. Tracking shots. And it will follow follows, that follows one character that it will pick up right on up another. on somebody else. And it's very artsy the way Gus Van Zandt I does a lot of his films. I think it was perfect to get the audience to to get bond with the characters but yeah. without having to spend a ton of time on them uh-huh. because you because we did spend coming. time with the school shooters and that was uh, arguably the more difficult part because you got to see them at their house playing video games they yeah. got the guns it, most disturbing videos. was the talk uh, they even uh, added because it was loosely I didn't it didn't come straight out and say hey I don't think the characters were the same names yeah, as yeah, the yeah. Columbine but we knew watching it it was Columbine and this was before all the other school shootings so mm-hmm. it was kind of it couldn't have been compared to anything else right but they added the kind of homosexual uh, element where they took the shower together beforehand uh, but it for me it was that discussion they had in the car or no when they're looking at the go the, in the library the, go do this yeah, yeah. no matter what have fun dude just have fun Jesus and they're talking to each other it was, and I'm sure <laughs> that was exactly what they were doing. Yeah. I, I saw a lot of the videos. I saw a lot of the videos, yeah. and the library, done a lot of the library. They've shot done a the lot of documentaries about this too. Yeah, and uh, not to plug a different movie, but um, no, but Bowling for Columbine. Yeah, was, they went into a, a good amount of it too. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was. It, it's very strange, man. I remember when this happened. I was already out of high, high school, uh, so it wasn't really. A concern. I don't think I was. Yeah, I think Christina was either a senior or a junior yeah uh so because it was like 98 i think it was were you in uh, school in 98 (laughs) 
Technically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't say I've been. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't say I've been missing it, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, this was. It seemed pretty accurate. And that last. Who's that blonde hair kid? He was really good. I don't think it starred anyone famous. Really? In the, in the movie. I like that one kid, uh, though. He, he was really good. He was, he was kind of the friends with everybody. Yeah. He was like the Danny Bird. He was character. the kid that you Remember knew Danny was going to die. Yeah. <laughs> You knew he was going to die. You knew the girl with the glasses yeah. was going to die. Um, Carrie Finklia. Yeah. I think it's a lot of unknowns that Gus Van Zandt used. And that was uh, specific. He wanted to do that. But it, it was it was really done well. And that last 20 minutes mm. all took place in the school. And it was tense. You know? It was a very kind of thriller movie without actually having some serious kind of... Even knowing what was going to happen. It was just the idea that we're going... It's the 20th anniversary. Is that what it is? This year, yeah. Is it really? In fact... So maybe it was 99. 99. It must have been 99. Then. Next month, I think. Yeah. Wow. Um, they had... The, oh, that's right. No, it's the, it was on 420, wasn't it? Yeah. April 20th. Yeah. So yep. it's fucking 10 days away. Jesus. Shit. Nine days. Well, damn. It'll, it'll pretty much be the anniversary by the time the pod goes when the out. pod drops. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking a! We did that on purpose. Uh, um, no, we didn't. What was <laughs> I can't like all those. Ones. Whose idea was this? The Virginia, <laughs> the Virginia Tech yeah. one was a tough. Two movies in the Virginia Tech shooting was a tough. That was yeah. tough. The, the Asian uh, kid. Yeah, that went from the Las Vegas one. It's still like the Vegas even, one was insane, uh, man. I can't. It's almost now, and and I'll I'll relay this story really quick, and it and it kind of falls in here, but. I was driving by the gas station in Archer to the save a lot. Mm-hmm. And when I went past the gas station, there was a couple in the parking lot fighting. Yeah. And one was in a car, and the other one was walking. And she followed him alongside, and they're screaming at each other. And all I can think of is someone's going to start shooting Something at somebody. Else. So I went inside, and I told the people, I said, listen, someone's having a big fight out in the parking lot. Yeah. I to make sure not to let anybody out at this Ooh. point. Did you hear about the shooting at the Rose? Uh, market, you Rose know, over in East market? Gainesville, you know that Rose Market. We used to deliver Guardians up front, but the thing broke. It's right on twentieth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was you pull the video up. There was a freaking almost gang Gun battle? shooting battle, like three people with guns just shooting wildly, and you're seeing cars just drive behind. That's why these uh, days the I just keep my ass at home, man. Yeah. Scary, man. Yeah, the Waffle House. Don't go to school. Don't go. Don't that guy that got shot in the head at the Waffle House. Jesus Waffle Hut Christ. on Sunday. Didn't you hear that? No, they had an argument. Guy went out to his car, grabbed a gun, came in, boom. Point blank. Him? Which yeah. Waffle House? On Newbury Road. Did right. I eat uh, there like three times a week? It was at 3 a.m. You shouldn't say that. <laughs> happened. It was crazy. I don't literally eat <laughs> We're going to write in now. But I love, okay? the I love the Waffle House. I love the Waffle House. house. <laughs> covered and smothered, man. Yeah. <laughs> Diced and covered and smothered. Can I interest you in a candlelit breakfast at Waffle House? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to springboard off of school shootings yeah. to the next one, and this is uh, 2008's. I always uh, thought this was a fantastic movie uh, as far as indie movies. Starred a lot of great actors, and this was 2008's Informers. Yep. And a lot of people haven't seen this movie, and it starred a lot of really great people. you got Billy Bob Thornton, Kim Basinger. Same writer as... Um, it's... Uh, what's his name? Oh, shit. Uh, the same writer as... Uh, uh, less Than Zero, Ellis. Uh, no, the yeah, yeah, that's his name. No, uh, you know the movie I'm trying to think of though. Um, well, less the, than zero, and uh, American Psycho. American Psycho. Brett Easton Ellis. Yeah, there we go. So Brett Easton Ellis actually wrote 
the script for this, and this is the first one he actually he actually off wrote of a script for, off his own material, okay. which he never usually does that. And this thing is reeking Brett Easton Ellis. If anyone who's yeah. out there who's read Brett Easton Ellis or has seen his films, they all deal with rich, entitled yuppies. Doing, this one wasn't as fun as as uh, it had some moments, but it it, no, moments. it was it was darker. it was dark. It was dark. It was for sure dark. That's why it's on this pot, <laughs> but. <laughs> American Psycho was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Lesson Zero had some really fun stuff, too. It was fucked up, too, but it was fun. Yeah. But same elements, lots of drugs, lots of sex, lots of uh, just entitled assholes that you can't really relate to and you kind of want to see kind of burn up. Lots of spreading AIDS around the community. I I just have to ask for some reason, is Ryan Felipe in this? No. Okay, he just seems like he always fits in that type of role. Brad Renfro was in this. I'm sure he appreciates that. Yeah. This was the last Brad Renfro movie and it actually came out. He's the guy that gets in. Yeah, he was great in Bully uh, and he was phenomenal in this movie, but you... This was one of those things that he died like a couple months after he wrapped shooting. So oh, did he? it was uh, specifically kind of hard How to watch. How did he die again? Drug overdose? Drug overdose, man. He had a rough uh, thing. We saw him as a kid, though, in The Client. Yeah, that was yeah. the first thing we saw mm-hmm. him, and he was great in it. Uh, <clears throat> so what's going on is you have basically a bunch of these yuppie uh, kids and, oh, their, pa- and their parents. In L.A. In L.A., which is all Brett Easton Ellis uh, does. And they're... Uh, their parents. So we're seeing their parents who are fucked up and the kids that are fucked up because of their parents kind of being that way. And Billy Bob Thornton is this music producer and his son uh, does videos and the son's friend is one of the producers. And uh, Billy Bob's cheating on Kim Basinger with uh, Winona Ryder, who's a newscaster. And you've got <coughs> Chris Isaac was great. He was greatness. And Amber Heard was really great in this too. She had to be. Uh, she had a difficult role because she was nude probably ninety percent of this movie, and she had one of the most difficult scenes that my wife actually walked in on. There was nothing really graphic in this movie. Nothing graphic. It was. It was more the feel that was mm-hmm. happening and, and the elements that was going on. Because I'll, I'll tell you what the big thing that's going on because it leads up to what my wife saw and she was like. I've seen enough. I don't need to see it. It sounds uh, depressing. And it was depressing, but it was well told. The music was great. Chris Isaac was great. He was trying to reconnect with his son who didn't want anything to do with him. But what's happening is Amber Heard is getting sick, and you don't know why she's getting sick. She's getting lesions on her body. And this is the 80s. She's getting pale. But keep in uh, mind, this early movie 80s. was done in the 80s, yeah. so nobody... And they come right out, and they're they're describing straight up the description of AIDS. Yeah. And uh, we know it watching it and she's having sex with everyone. And the people that she's having sex with are having sex with other people. The main boyfriend she's having sex with, uh, he's cheating on Billy Bob Thornton with Kim Basinger. So Kim Basinger has got it. Billy Bob's got it. Uh, Winona's Winona's got got it. it. And this is something that in your head you don't realize until the end once you realize that this is what's going on and it's all, the, the synapses are firing and you're like, holy shit. She has it, and because of how many people she's having sex with in this small kind of group, they all got it. Yeah. And you so don't it's realize a movie it. about spreading. You, she's the, the only. Uh, she's the only one we ever see get sick, but it ends really kind of uh, depressing. Where she's on the beach, and this is the scene my wife walked on, uh, walked in on. She's like, "What the hell is happening here?" And she is so pale. Amber Heard is. She's literally topless through the whole movie because she's just kind of this free spirit, and she's. Uh, topless on the beach just laying there and she won't come in and they're trying to get 
uh, her friend to come out there and talk to her. And he comes out there and you got to come in. We got to uh, take you to the doctor. She's like, no, I just need more sun. I need more sun because she's getting so pale from the AIDS and she yeah. doesn't realize what's going on. And you could see the purple lesions all over. Like she is ready to die, but no one around her knows what's wrong with her because right. no one has even identified what AIDS is yet. So it's, it's an interesting movie in that way as a viewer. At some point it hits you. Holy crap. She's got AIDS and she's mm. giving it to everybody. But if that wasn't disturbing enough, you got the Mickey Rourke character. Remember Mickey Rourke? Uh, it played Brad Renfro was like a bellman for the hotel where they all stayed at. And Brad Renfro's scene in this movie, his uncle came to town, who was played by Mickey Rourke, and he can't stand his uncle. And we don't know why. Mm. And at some point, we see oh, Mickey Rourke. Now I know at why. some point, Mickey Rourke opens the back of his van and there's this like really drugged out girl. He's like, say hi to Sally. What's wrong with her? Ah, she's just taking it all in is what she says. Uh, And he has a couple funny lines and everything. But we see him pull up to a playground, get out of the van, grab this kid with headphones on, this little seven-year-old, and throw him in the back of the van. And he's like dealing, stealing, uh, abducting kids, brings him to Renfro's house, and Renfro's like, what are you doing? You can't do this. It actually turns out all right because... uh, uh, things go bad and Mickey Rourke is going to go in and kill the kid and Brad Renfro says I'll do it and Brad Renfro cuts his own hand and puts yeah. blood on his face and releases the kid mm-hmm. and as they're driving away Brad Renfro is looking in the rearview mirror and you see the kid bolt in the oh, next wow. yard so he, that was the only upside for it did not turn Yay. out well for Amber Heard though <laughs> <laughs> so yeah if there was a sequel it would have been even more dismal to this because everyone would have realized how kind of infected they were but it was it was a decent movie I liked it I own it I thought it was a good movie Whoa! Someone smells stinky. Oh, it's me. Justin needs to watch an episode of Scooby Doo. Oh. <laughs> no, I for real like just totally spaced out for a minute and started thinking about He's... a Family Guy scene while you were talking about. That <laughs> Not only did he watch the movie, he blocked it out your description. <laughs> oh God. Um, all right. So this one is erase them uh, from your memory. I know, right? Happen. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this one is, I want to see what year this is. I think it was 2014, 2015. This one won a lot of like kind of independent film awards. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is your buddy. Uh, People like fucked up shit. Yeah. This is your buddy, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Um, this looked good. This looked good. I don't know what, what is disturbing it? you're going to tell us about it, but this is, go ahead. It's called Desierto. Um, it's very topical. The title, but it's very I, topical right Yeah, now, for sure. yeah. Um, which, and I mean, it just... Because of the topic itself. Do you know Jeffrey Dean Morgan from? You probably don't know him from Walking Dead. I know he's in it. Yeah. I, know, I know he plays kind of like that, like cowboy no, type he, character. He, he or plays something. a no. That's uh, that's more Andrew Lincoln, I think. Yeah. Uh, Negan is the leather jacket wearing guy who carries the bat with uh, all the, the, with all the uh, barbed wire around it. Oh yeah, and he's literally pummeled people's heads. He's like the scariest character ever on television. I believe it. Ah. Uh, um, we saw him in Rampage. He was good in Rampage. Oh yeah, that's right. He was the only good thing about Rampage. <laughs> that's right. There's never enough time to shit on Rampage. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So in this one now, so this takes. The, I guess this surrounds kind of the immigrant thing, you yeah. know, that's going on all over the world. Really, it's not a big cast, right? No, no. There's. I mean. In the beginning, there's maybe like 14 people. Okay. Are you talking about the national crisis at the border? Yes. <laughs> and we'll Did you say, see the reporters there with black jackets? <laughs> yeah, oh, no. yeah. Reporting from the American yeah, side wearing like, bulletproof vests. Yeah, Jesus it's Christ. Like, it's ridiculous. All right. That yeah. seven-year-old migrant is going to throw his Nerf football at you. Yeah. Good God, man. <laughs> so a country done lost it. He just plays a guy named Sam, and Sam has a dog. dog's name is Tracker. Tracker's a fucking badass. Um... 
And Sam and Tracker go out to the middle of the desert and find Mexican immigrants. Give them water and safety and shelter. And (laughs) shoot them with a sniper rifle from far range. Is it just because he's insanely right wing? Yep. yep. This is my country. Yep. That's all he wants it is. to make America great again. That's absolutely what he's thinking. <laughs> and um, is the is the, uh, is the right really tout in this movie as like a? Are they just looking at it in a different way? Most people are, or is it this the, the type of movie that I guess it depends the on the viewer are looking at him as a Look, good solid American? Yeah, and Democrats are looking. At I mean, the view is the, the view is is that's how he sees himself. You know what I mean? I mean, I can see. Does he have a kind of change of uh, oh, mindset at oh any no. point? No. Oh, no. I can see. Or it becomes I'm surprised the this isn't happening already. Type of thing, I'm or? surprised this isn't happening already. It probably is. Oh, I'm shit. Sure is. You know? Um, so, yeah, what what is the kind of focus with the movie? They're following. He's following two specific immigrants. No, no, no. no? It's, a, it's, it's a group of like 20 people, maybe, well, maybe like 15. Um, and they come to this part in the desert. They're all crossing together. And they come to this part where, well, there's two groups. I'm sorry. And they're coming to this part where they're going to meet up, you know. Um, and so the first group has already gotten to this place, so they're all kind of ducked down, just being safe, making sure Border Patrol or anything like that doesn't, you know, come along. And the second group starts to come up. Well, there he is sitting up on the mountain, you know, way far away with his sniper rifle. Um, and he just starts picking them off, you kids know. Kids and everything? Uh, well, I don't think there's kids in the movie. Okay. Um, I, you know, but like... If they the, wanted it to be more fucked up. That's could yeah. Be, well, could one be of the them, director's cut. There was a pregnant. There was a pregnant woman. Um, That's that always does it. Yeah, um, and then like she was kind of the main female role who didn't make it, um, and then uh, the main role, uh, male role was uh, he was trying to get back to his kid, um, and so like. Basically, one by one, he hunts these people down, you know, and he sends his dog after them to go and get them and like... Go and get them. Was he keeping trophies or something? No, he's just killing them. He's just killing them and leaves them there. Yeah, he just, you know, he just kills them, leaves them there and, you know, that's that and he'll come back tomorrow and hunt again. This movie is going to inspire... I I wouldn't be surprised. I I wouldn't be surprised at two things. A, it's already happening. B, you know, I'm gonna knock. I'm not gonna knock our military, but I guarantee you, there's a small segment of people who go in the military that are just want to shoot people. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we we almost. I mean, you need those people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I'm wondering. So, what is the ultimate thing that? So it that com- Jeffrey Dean Morgan has to. Is there a concern that he has at some point? So it comes down to him and the guy who's trying to get back to America to go and be with his son, yeah. and they're just basically playing cat and mouse. In how, the desert. how much of the movie is that? Like the last third? Um, maybe like the last twenty minutes, okay. fifteen twenty minutes, something like that. Um, and it's just intense. And I mean the. the it's not a super gory movie or yeah. anything like that. Again, to me, is the Just psychology. What's happening? Yeah, so. that you know, this storyline is fucking super disturbing. Hunting you people. know, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and also it that get too much more disturbing than that. And also that like this is a real thing that actually could be going on right. and like and we not, would never anyone, anyone, nobody's going to know about it that. at all. You know like, what I mean? Because the coyotes and everything yeah. like that they're going to just someone having that Plus, mindset. I mean nobody yeah. reports a migrant that came into the U.S. and died under mysterious right. circumstances. or or is on their way to cross the border and never showed up. Yeah. You yeah. know. Um, I hope I hope the time is on their side and we get punishment for some of the stuff mm. that we do. But yeah, Jeffrey Dean Morton needs to play some dad. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Home Alone Four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he needs to really do some touching movie mm. out there. Well, I guess he plays the dad in that Supernatural show, which I don't watch. But yeah. uh, 
But yeah, it's not interesting. It's a good movie. It's a good story. You know what I mean? Because that's the other thing too is there's character development in this one, and that kind of makes you care about these people. How how do you feel when the credits end? Just tell us that. Some satisfaction. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because a a lot of these movies, we should almost even mention if we think about it at the time, a lot of these movies end just dismal as shit. Yeah. A lot of them end okay. That's upbeat. There's a chance. Dismal. 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 Well, the end. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you're right. (laughs) A lot of my people end up in jail. Just checking my list. (laughs) All right, Dave. What do you got? Um, This movie, we saw it together. It was based on a play, and I didn't know it was based on a play. And didn't the actor stars the role on, or did they make a play after the movie? The movie is Bug. Oh yeah, he he played that character. He was the only in the one. Play. He played the character on the play, Michael Shannon, because well, it was off Broadway. Yeah, like, play. And this is probably the first thing I'd seen him in. Oh no, we saw him in Jesus's Son. He was in it. Uh, he was in Jesus. Yeah, son? he was one. I don't of, remember yeah. in that movie. He was in Machine Gun Preacher. Uh, yeah, I, he's. On I didn't a lot. see Machine Gun Preacher. Pr- uh, Bug was early i guess for michael shannon but he had done several movies before this that i had seen i think you have too you just were not thinking that it's ibm he TV wasn't page. on my radar. but this definitely was memorable for sure yeah so he knew this character backwards yeah, and forwards because he would do sometimes oh, no, two two shows two a night. shows a night you yeah. own this movie you seen it yet what's that bug have you seen bug yet i dude i I just tell what? me about it's it because like it's, it's, one those, it's one of those things <laughs> that like it's so been good, man. it's been built up so much that it's like dude this movie's it. so fucked up and disturbing that I'm like it's bro I don't have not, time for that in my not, life right it's now it's not overly disturbing well please tell it is me. enough to be on the pod yeah but, uh, please tell me all about it and maybe I'll I'm not even going to tell you all about it I'm going to just pick it. some you, you, first off it, so much you don't see in this movie yeah it's really more about mental illness it's mental illness it's a movie about mental illness. And about going along with yeah, how someone someone can damaged. be drawn, damaged person can be drawn into yeah. the same psychosis as another person. There's several right. actors in this movie, but basically, actually, Judd, Ashley Judd and Michael Shannon are the yeah. two big guys. And she went, people. she was like, she, her, her at one point, she was probably one of the most beautiful yeah. people in the world. Oh yeah, and uh, well, she still is, still looks great. They, uh, they, oh yeah, they uglied her they, up. Uh, in this movie. They, they made her trash <clears throat> as hell. Yeah, I mean, other than they her... They were living out of a hotel. She was... And her, he, she just brought him home, right? What was and, the singer that was her ex-husband? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Harry Connick Jr. Harry Connick Jr. And then the girlfriend, the blonde girl. Those literally, like, the only four characters, I think. And in the, the guy movie. that comes in the house. Yeah, that's right. At some point, the, there was that guy that came in the house. But, so, it's a... You'll have to fill in some gas for me, but... Sure. It started out... I mean, he, you could tell he had problems... But yeah. he wasn't. Michael Shannon at wasn't the beginning. You just anybody. figured he had uh, social social issues. Social issues. Like maybe if you got him alone, he would talk. And uh-huh. and, and when she did, and she, she was sure lo- as shit. Did. Yeah, and she <laughs> was lonely, and she was looking for somebody. She had just got out of a bad relationship, relationship with uh, Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, he kind of he's beat kind her of a, and he yeah, was an asshole. He was a complete asshole. And uh, are you enjoying this pod so far from a <laughs> listening standpoint? <laughs> <laughs> the peanut gallery is leaving. <laughs> Uh, yeah, then basically her her girlfriends kind of brought them together. Michael Shannon, like, yeah. I know this guy, he shows up at the bar kind of thing. She was the bartender. Yeah. And they all went back to the hotel. And what they do? They just hung out and drank, right? And did drugs. And did drugs. But not anything, like, major, I don't think, did they? I think they were doing coke. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, maybe a little major then. And then at some point, the girl had to leave, and she was fine staying with Michael Shannon. Mm. And basically, that's when the movie starts, and... Go ahead, why don't you... Uh... So, you, you you obviously know that he has mental illness, but then you start. he starts thinking that he got 
bit by something. Yeah. Like he starts scratching or noticing he was scratching. And then and they're showing it with the camera. You don't and see you anything. don't see shit. You don't see shit. Yeah. And, and you don't even think about it at first until it starts getting worse and worse. And the more adamant he is about it, the more she believes that he's got bugs on him, that there's bugs in the yeah. room. You don't. You never see a bug. There's there's no bugs in the. Uh-huh. There's no bugs in this movie. There's no bugs in the movie. Uh, <laughs> but not only is that it gets up that fucked up, it goes to the fact that she starts yeah scratching scratching. Well, shit, and that, she starts feeling that'll yeah. happen. Yeah. You know, you ever you ever walked around oh, yeah. in the woods or something, and then somebody's like, oh, you got to make sure you check for fleas or ticks or da 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 da, and all of a sudden, sudden yeah. you just feel something on your leg, and no matter what, it is, you start swatting your leg. You know, why'd like, you put that in my head? Yeah. <laughs> well, but when the movie gets real crazy is when he goes into the bathroom and. Uh, <laughs> he thinks he starts having these conspiracy the- theories that the government. Maria keeps getting stung by bees, but they're not really there. I just, yeah. I, I try to figure it out. <laughs> Except uh, for the giant bee stings on yeah. her arm. <laughs> but remember when the conspiracy theories happened because he claims he was tested on by yeah, the government. By the government. And he was convinced at some point that they put the bugs on him and that he thinks that there's one in his tooth. So he he goes in the bathroom oh, and literally no. wraps a pair of pliers and yanks his own tooth out. <laughs> and she's freaking out at all at the same time yeah. and then it cut gets, to the room wrapped in tinfoil they wrap the room in tinfoil they have they have uh, like the bug traps hanging yeah. from the blood like, oh, like quite the, a set oh my god it was an insane set and then there were people coming in well, the he, they girlfriend did, came they, first and she's they like did there's something, nothing they on you didn't, so who, some, they had done something to attract the lo- attention of the law yeah um, but then when the guy came in the room he wasn't he one of the detectives uh, well, Michael Shannon thought he was, and Michael Shannon killed the guy that came yeah, yeah. in. He uh-huh. thought he was all part of this conspiracy, that he is in the middle of this full-blown breakdown, oh, and fuck. he's literally bringing this kind of damaged girl into his world, oh, to the fuck. point where they, should we, yeah, we might yeah, as well just spoil it. Yeah. Uh, they wrap the entire place in tinfoil, and they think that she is the queen bug, and because they had sex together, it's going to recreate all these other bugs that they think is infesting the place. So they decide to wrap it in tinfoil and light the entire place like an oven with them in it. Oh, my God. With their arms raised, having (laughs) the greatest time of their life. And the the fires come pouring Mm. in and everything, and they just... Take it. Oh wow! Simulation uh, is like one. But of the like I said, things. they don't show much in this. It's no. just that's why you could see it as a play because it's really but the breakdown he, of he, two characters uh, mentally. He cut open the guy that came in and was like reaching through his entrails though, wasn't he? Yeah, and showing her like just his fingers together covered with blood. Do you see yes. it? Do you see it? Uh, and she's like, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh my god. So and then the movie's a, over. No, it really was fantastic. I loved it. It was great. It was a well, great horror movie. Because it wasn't... Uh, yeah, that, it was That a sounds movie. a little more tolerable yeah. than what I was picturing. I think I, a I lot of people picturing real bugs. Yeah, yeah. And I, I fucking... I can't do that. Like, I don't mind I bugs. guarantee you half the people that come in contact with yeah. the movie avoid it for yeah. that very reason. I don't mind, like, you know, a bug here, a bug there. But, like, when there's, like, swarms... What, there's some famous movie where the cockroaches are coming oh, out of the world. Oh, Creep Show. Yes. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Most people... It's the last episode. Yeah. And it was literally... Yeah. Out after I don't yes. give a shit. I mean, I don't like cockroaches, but they don't bother me. 
he's so that so, one was he's so funny in it that I have to watch yeah. it. Uh, yeah, like that scene, like I I, I can't do it. Oh yeah, you man, know? it's brutal. Yeah, <laughs> Bob Carpenter. Yeah, <laughs> let's see. That's the that thing. would like, be his. Nightmare. I don't mind a cop. I really would have. You know, I would have really renamed Bug just for that because you're avoiding audiences. Yeah. Uh, because of it, I mean, but it's a strong enough movie. It sucked in the people that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was directed by William Freakin, the director of The Exorcist. So I mean, oh wow, he knows what he's doing when it comes yeah. to horror. Yeah. And to be able to literally take a subject matter. Uh, it, that doesn't show anything, and yeah. you're just seeing the breakdown. And I and I am I will definitely say having Michael Shannon, who played that character for two straight years, come in here and do that. It, God, it it's probably the phenomenal. easiest acting job he's yeah, ever done. Yeah, and probably a great uh, gift Does to he, Ashley. You know Judd, what? Though? You know? it probably makes it makes me want to see him do the play. Yeah. Oh that would be God, awesome. The play would mm. be great, dude. I would love to see that play come here. We don't have enough with him plays. Oh yeah, with him, of course. But with anybody, I would like to see yeah. it. So, all right, awesome one. So this next one, I'll just it's uh, up. I'll, I'll get it out. I'll get it out right now. This is one of the big dogs that <laughs> one of the big I, fucked up dogs. Well, this was also one of the ones that I saw. It was fucked up, but I think I saw it three times in the theater. <laughs> uh, two times in the theater <laughs> because I I'm, I guarantee you this was the movie that. I <laughs> I felt a need to tell everyone about this movie that you have to see this movie because you will not see anything like it. Okay. And at this point, there really wasn't. And this is 2000's Requiem for a Dream. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what? I I didn't do drugs, so... Yeah. It, it, well, I didn't do those drugs, for sure. That Those were crazy kind mm. of heroin uh, fanatics in that movie. So, so this stars... Well, you also have the... Uh, Arguably more disturbing was the mom who was addicted to uh, the diet pills, the speed. Yeah. And uh, so basically who you're dealing with, great Jared Leto. This is where Jared Leto took, like, went next level. Mm-hmm. Is it Leto or uh, Leto? I always say it. I say it different every time, I think. You just I think it two different times. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Two different ways. <laughs> well, then I got it right one of the yeah. times. <laughs> you did. Yeah. I'm going to call him Jared. Yeah. Uh, so you got Jared. You got the, the awesome Jennifer Conley, who I love, Jennifer Conley. You got the mom from The Exorcist, Ellen Burstyn. You have uh, Marlon Wayans. Those are the main people, really. Mm-hmm. Well, you have Christopher, Christopher McDonald played the game show host, uh, mm-hmm. Shooter McGavin. And you had the great uh, Keith David, uh, black guy. <laughs> you already, you got David a way Keith. to get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he, he, one of the most disturbing things he's ever done in his life was this movie. Have I don't you remember seen Requiem for a Dream? Nope. Never seen it. I've nope. seen it, but It makes sense one because time, it is the king of the drug movies. 20 years ago. It's disturbing as shit. Yeah. And it's not just... Arguably, the most disturbing thing happens in a span of eight minutes at the end. Mm-hmm. But the lead up to there is very—it's uh, disorienting. They do those uh, quick edits with the eyes getting real wide. I really liked and that. The cuts. And I really liked that. the. I what I liked about it, ha- having not done drugs, yeah. is I liked. It felt like you were doing that, them. Yeah, I I have no connection with someone who does drugs, but, but to you watch, got it. To watch that, I was like, oh, yeah. that's kind of. Mm-hmm. The, what was disturbing about this is how easy these guys were addicted and what they would do to get the fix. And so what you had dealing with here is you had Marlon, Jennifer, and Jared were all really good friends and they were all heroin addicts. On the other end, you had Ellen Burstyn, who was Jared Leto's mom, who is this sweet, nice woman who had lost her husband. She's just living at home alone. Like I said, arguably her stuff is even more disturbing and she deserved an award for this. She was nominated, but she never uh, got the Oscar and she deserved the Oscar. And uh, she... Got in. Uh, she's at her house, and Jared would come visit her every once in a while, and she just putters around the house. 
And what happens is she gets invited to be on this game show that she watches on television. She was so excited she that she got it. She told all the other women in the apartment yeah. complex. And she got in her head that she had to lose some weight to fit into this dress mm-hmm. to get on there. And someone turned her on to speed, like hardcore speed. And they yeah. do some great scenes where they show her cleaning stuff and going nuts. And every time she takes one, they add this weird laugh noise. And it's very weird. And you also – she's having – it gets so bad that she's out of her mind and she's having images from the television that she's obsessed with. Like it's coming out. The the people in it are coming actually out of the television or she's going into it. Yeah. And uh, Christopher McDonald uh, is a great game show house. And, and uh, he has that great line where he keeps going, be excited, be, be excited. You keep hearing <laughs> that through the whole movie when you hear her. But not until Jared Leto comes over to the house to see his mom and he realizes she's grinding her teeth. You got the close-ups of her grinding her teeth uh-huh. and she's looking around. And Jared's like, you're fucked up. Why are you fucked up? And she says, well, I've been taking these diet pills. And she's like, this is speed. Don't take these, mom. You cannot take these. Yeah. And he starts freaking out. And she can't stop by that point. She's addicted to him. Man. Damn. She's getting really, really bad. She's seeing stuff. She doesn't know what's uh, real. But arguably what gets really difficult is when you get to see uh, – you get to see what they all end up doing. And basically, Jared Leto pimps uh, Jennifer Connelly out uh, to a very disturbing gangbang. Uh, yeah. Remember we know the guy yelled out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ass to ass? Or, ass to ass or something like that. Yeah, was it was that, something like that. Was that uh, line producer for that MTV thing that we did here? That's right, that's right. Uh, that was his claim to fame. That was his claim to fame. Oh, you know, you know that voice during that fucked up scene for, like, <laughs> yeah. for a dream. It's like, yeah. He's like, that was me. That was <laughs> it was a disturbing. That's scene, something to, to be least. proud of. But what, a girl. What made this movie disturbing <laughs> is they showed where all their lives went. Uh, ultimately, <laughs> let me guess. Not at the well. end of the movie. <laughs> and, uh, they. And what made it disturbing, and it had some really major sensory uh, overload where people were walking out of the theater who had sat through an hour and 20 minutes, but this end scene was so tough. Mm -hmm. Because what it was doing, it was was cutting between four things that were four horrible things that were happening Mm -hmm. to the four main characters. One of them was Jennifer Connelly being forced to, like, do a double-ended dildo with this girl why everyone around her a frat party. at a frat party basically who's everyone that's cheering for them and she obviously doesn't want to be there jared leto has let his arm get so infected that they're cutting it off so we've got so far let, i'll keep you <laughs> off track so far you've got jennifer Connolly in a gangbang you've got jared leto getting his arm I think cut justin's off. in a happy place somewhere else you've right got <laughs> you've got marlon wayans who's in jail not here right now um, <laughs> Marlon Wayans is in jail. Uh, remember being forced to clean up uh, janitorial duties, and he's so much that he's throwing up. And then you've got Ellen Burstyn, who has gone so far that they're electroshock treating, uh, giving her electroshock treatment. And so they're jumping between all three of those so fast. So at some point, you you almost have to look away from the screen, and then it ends up stopping. And then you're like, oh shit, the movie's he, over. He really like the producer sat down in the beginning of the movie and said, we want to make the viewers feel like they're on drugs. Mm-hmm. That's it, how we. It's need probably to film this the movie. best anti-drug movie ever created, though. Mm. There's nobody who watches this movie who wants to go out and. Do heroin because it, or, except for people or that already speed. do heroin. No, even even <laughs> those guys are watching this movie, going, "Oh, dude, this is fucked up." <laughs> <laughs> so it was a difficult movie, but it was shocking, and it uh, certainly, I'm sure, people are. There are several, like twenty or thirty people out there right now, who are cursing my name for introducing it to him in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. 
Yeah. It was still well done. And it was uh, Aronofsky. It was like before Aronofsky mm-hmm. went on, did all Black these uh, friggin' great movies, man. Yeah, I always got that one confused because um, I was going to watch one or the other, and I always hoped it wasn't Requiem, but I just for uh, Magnolia. Like, no, Magnolia's oh, not Magnolia's a good movie. Yeah, downer, but they but just, they just kind of, I always got the two because yeah. they were both told to me as like, oh, dude, this is kind of a, you know, drought. Magnolia's fucked movie. up in a, in a different type of way. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't. Yeah. All right, Cat, hold it. That was your cue. We'll try it again. This will be take two. And it's a nice, fat, juicy one. All right. Well, uh, this one's a lot of fun. <laughs> um,. This is a uh, brawl in cell block. 99. Ah, there we go. Yeah, this uh, I haven't seen this, but it's the same director. Same director as Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, and he has kind of established himself <laughs> as the uh, the the guy who will put some shocking kind of violent stuff, but also put out a really good movie. Yeah, no, and yeah. this is. Um, and I was gonna try and watch Dragged Across Concrete and maybe <laughs> throw across throw it on the list, but I reached. My... <laughs> You're assuming this fucked up shit in it. <laughs> well, it's called Dragged Across Concrete. <laughs> and if you saw Cell Block, I yeah, mean, you know it's, exactly it's, where it's going. It could have been rainbows. on a comfy rug. Yeah, this, <laughs> this movie's all about heroin. <laughs> this movie right here is probably what every. Practical makeup effects artists hopes to land. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, and they all and they all are too. Like there's no did. CGI in this. No, like, and they did a great job. Some of it's like you're like, eh, that's kind of over the top. But they make it. But you, you see it happen. If you've yeah. seen Bone Tomahawk, you kind of were ready for right. anything. Well, I think I look at this actor different. Oh you may yeah, have saw this absolutely. First. Did you see this before um, Bone Tomahawk or after? I saw it before. Okay. Yeah. Um, this was Vince Vaughn. I look um, at Vince Vaughn completely different. Well, he yeah. made a change when he did True Detective. He did, but, you know, but he went this, full. Yeah, he yeah, went yeah. full on. But on he this went one. full champagne. But he, went, yeah. but he was crazy. He had his moments in True Detective mm, where right. he was pummeling people, and you could tell that he was going to be a different type of actor after True Detective. So in the trailer, they show a scene. I forget how big of a dude he is too. He's you fucking really giant in this movie. Oh yeah, I, think, I knew he was big. I think he's, he's always, like six five. No, I think he's like six five. I'll look him up. I'm going to say six three. Okay. Well, that, I'm I'm six two and a half, so I mean he's easily he's got, got you beat. Well, but he's easily also got me by like eighty pounds in this movie. You yeah. know what I mean? He is jacked. Um, in the in the trailer, they show him like beating the shit out of this car, and like that's one of the things that drew me into yeah. wanting to see this movie. It literally looked like he fucked himself up. Yeah, yeah, doing this because it oh. didn't it didn't look like they were. Doing six five, pers- yeah. He is perspective. a tall motherfucker. Yeah. Six, six five, five is yeah. huge. I'm dude, telling man. you, bro. I never knew he was that tall. Yeah. I, I assumed he was your height. You remember? Uh, I assumed he was short like short you. Like you. Short He's like only you six did. three. <laughs> um, you remember in Street Fighter when they had the bonus stage and you'd beat the shit out of the car? <laughs> That's like what Vince Vaughn did. That's probably car. What like play this video game. So. <laughs> You know, you see that, and you think, and they, and in the trailer, they also kind of align it with like his girl, and yeah. you think like, oh fuck, he's, he's gonna, gonna beat be the beat shit out of her, you know? Um, well, the movie starts off; he's a tow truck driver, and his head's shaved completely bald in this movie, and he is just big um, and menacing. Like because of knowing who the director is, if you go into this movie knowing that, you just instantly there's this fucking like intensity mm-hmm. when you see him on screen and you're just waiting yeah. for him to erupt. It's great when actors can bring that, you know? And he doesn't until that yeah, car yeah. scene, yeah. you know? And like he loses well, his set job. set the story up a little well, bit. So, okay, so he's like an ex-con. Um, he worked uh, at this tow truck driver's uh, company and something happens for some reason or another where the... the bo- go ahead. Um, 
I don't know what happens to them, but he, the boss has to lay him off. Yeah. Um, and so like you're waiting for him to just beat the shit out of the boss mm-hmm. and he doesn't do it, you know, and he goes home and like his wife isn't there. She's off like doing drugs somewhere or yeah, something yeah. like that. Um, and he goes to the drug house and finds her fucking beats the shit out of all the people. And it's mm-hmm. like gruesome bone breaking shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like almost American history X, mm-hmm. like stir- curb stomps yeah, type yeah. stuff, Worse you know? Yeah. Some uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he takes her back, um, puts her in the house and rather than beating the shit out of her, he comes out and just demolishes that fucking car, <laughs> you know, had um, to get out at some hot somehow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he had to go, he went to work for someone else because he needed a job to go and sell drugs. Yeah, yeah, and he didn't. He was like go. the guy that brought you the drugs. Like if you paid yeah. somebody and then he just showed up and delivered them. Right. Yeah, the courier. You know, um, and he ends up getting set up, um, which you know, and I'm just going to fast forward to the end, which you find out that like it was the drug dealer whose guys that he fucking just demolished. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so like I can't remember if they killed his girl. They, uh, they kidnapped her. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah okay. They had her. That's that's why that's he had why to do at the everything. very end. Yeah. They, that's right. And when they got he, remember that the the drug lord at the end actually called have said and called the and said let them go. Right. And that's when you saw them oh. running away. Yeah. Um. So he ends up like getting put in jail. He gets set up. And he has a brawl. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he, he it's he almost, has to get sent to maximum security. Yeah. So he ha- almost had to get transferred. Right? Yeah. So they tell him that he has to kill this certain person, yeah. and so in order to do that, he has to go from one level to another level as far as like you know so security. It's like, uh, it's like Gerard but- uh, Butler killing the guy in uh, Law Abiding Citizen just to get to the other yeah. side. Yes. Almost yeah, exactly. Yes. Like um. But I mean, with the T bones, he just <laughs> brutally fucks people up yeah. and like and these were big fucking dudes yeah you know, yeah prison um, dudes that were protecting did we ever get a good idea of his backstory of how uh he was uh, vince ex- bonds he was an enforcer in his early life or how he became that bunch of a badass he used to be a drug dealer and was like in the game and okay. in you know but they never and, showed how he no no no, no. they just let they proficient. just let you yeah they just <laughs> yeah. let you know that this is who he is He's not like a ex-navy seal no 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 no, 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 no. he's just somebody who's and been it's on the not street. even he doesn't even use much technique he's just just brute he's just yeah He's just huge. And the disturbing thing about this movie is the breaking of the bones. Like, and I I have to because it's the most disturbing scene to me. I have to tell you about the last scene. So spoilers all through. Yeah. So he, he gets to max security Mm -hmm. and this is the person that he's supposed to kill. Well, it turns out that it's actually the drug dealer and he's had him work his way all the way through here so that the drug dealer could kill him. But Vince Vaughn basically tells him like, look, that's not how this is going to go. You're going to call your people. You're going to tell them to let my girl go. And you know, like I'm going to fucking kill you. you Everyone underestimates him in like every moment of the movie. though. So not only does he end up killing this guy. Oh, you didn't say that. Um, please the, who the, uh, warden was. Oh, Don, I mean, Johnson. Don Johnson. Oh, yeah, Don Johnson. And yeah. he's fucking great. Yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs> he was so such a prick, dude. Um, I think he might be on the Concrete movie, too. Oh, really? You'll have to look up the cast for that, too. Because yeah. I know well, Mel Gibson. Tell about it, the drag face across. 
concrete scene. Well, so yeah, so <laughs> he ends up there. Spawn this other movie. <laughs> yeah, so it, I forget if it's the drug lord that he does this to or not, but there's it, a point where he breaks a guy's leg at the knee, mm. but you know the knee folds backwards like this, yeah, yeah. dude. He elbows it and just. 90 degree yeah. leg from the knee down. It's an up. easy effect too to do. It but is, cool. but when you see but it, cool, yeah. and, and I mean, they show it full on and it's not like a quick, In you context, know. context, yeah. Yeah, but crazy the drug dealer, he ends up beating him to a pulp and like he's on the ground and he just smashes his head into the fucking ground, just mm. stomps it like four or five times and they just show it getting mm-hmm. smashed into the there's fucking floor it, yeah. yeah there's well, that's I mean, the that's basically the the negan thing in the walking dead where he kills that character we followed for six seasons uh-huh. where he takes that uh baseball bat with the barbed wire yeah. there's nothing there it's, yeah it's like meat. i mean yeah that's it's it. oh my god it's dude it's and also an easy effect but, but yeah. effective but yeah in I context mean, that's oh. why it's weird you know because i have that in me when i watch movies or especially disturbing movies like when it's violent, that we were part of the movie-making business. We know how fake shit is. Right. And so I can always disassociate. I've stabbed a melon. Yeah, I've stabbed (laughs) half a dozen. I I know half of it all is the Foley noises you use and everything. So a lot of times when things get too disturbing for me, there's a part of my brain that can switch off and go, yeah, I know how they did that. Yeah, see, my problem is is I'm, I'm very empathetic. Yeah. So when I start to see those things happening, like, it triggers in me like the response. I'm of like, like that. In, I'm like that in real life when I see somebody uh, like break their leg. Or yeah, something like yeah. That. That, I, can't, that, I can't do it. I feel oof, it. I yeah, feel that. Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 I've broken eleven bones. I feel. I'll feel awesome. I feel for you. Anytime my girl <laughs> has like a pain someplace, for some reason, I will have that same pain. Yeah, empathetic is a real thing. Man. <laughs> yeah, oh, absolutely. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't go that far. <laughs> Dave, don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna feel your pain. Physically. Oh, you broke your leg. Tough shit. I broke your leg. I'll yeah. feel your pain emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. Bring, bring oh, us up from the concrete. Area? All right, yeah. let's go. Let's go to another good movie that makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside. Aww. Is uh, Train Spotting. Uh, I love this movie, though. This I love this is, movie, this too. There's one this is character. A lot of, there's a lot of humor in this. There's a lot of humor in this. The, the, uh, the hardest the, thing in this whole entire this movie. I mean. Is the the one dude that does the heroin and catches HIV? Yeah, there was another. And one of then those he gets infected by the memories trying to care for the ki- his girlfriend just dumped him and he's trying yeah. to someone bought him some kittens yeah, to yeah. help cheer him up, but he catches he ends up getting an an infection from the kittens. Yeah. And dies because... And that's where feline AIDS came from. Yeah. That's where. Feline AIDS came from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Great actors in this movie. You got obviously uh, uh, what's his name? Luke Skywalker's <laughs> dad. Uh, what's his name? Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Yeah, Ewan McGregor was um, great. Robert Carlyle. Robert was, Carlyle was. Uh, we never knew anything Robert yeah, Carlyle before his, this. When he tossed the pint man. glass off the balcony over his shoulder down into the oh, crowd, shit, and you hear like some girl scream, and he's like, "Let's go fight." Uh, that Kelly mm. girl was super young in this movie too, and she, she was, went on to do she great was super stuff. cute. And she went on to do um, Boardwalk Empire, and she was amazing in that movie. That and, guy and, from Locked Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Uh, which one did he play in this? Um, the one that, the one, and this is a hard scene to watch too. The one where he crapped the bed, <laughs> and he's carrying the sheets. He was in Locked Stock. I don't think he was in Locked Stock. No. What else? What, he's he been in a bunch of, of stuff. He was in the rundown. He was the helicopter pilot in the rundown. He's been hmm. in. He's been in a bunch of stuff. Okay. And the other kid was the kid from Hackers. The, the guy that played the bagpipes. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. I love that. Dude. <laughs> it was really fun. That was a funny scene though because oh, he, no, when he wanted to wash the sheets and they're like, "We'll do it," and they're no, wrestling over the sheets he, in he, the kitchen he, table. He should tell the whole story. No, though. I don't want to tell the whole. No, story. this is what this is All about. Right, go ahead. Tell <laughs> so he goes home with this girl, this total stranger. At they all go to the club and they all want to hook up with somebody. And uh, Ewan McGregor hooks up with the Kelly girl. Finds out she's like a school girl. Like she's like in high school. She's in like oh, high school. Uh, this other uh, the. Kid who ends up getting AIDS hooks up with his own uh, girl, and uh, everyone goes home with a different girl. But uh, uh, the kid from uh, the Runtown ends up was so fucked up that he shit the bed, and uh, it's not his house. So he he gathers it up in like the sheets, and he brings it down, and all the family are eating breakfast oh. and everything. And he's like, he's like, I, I think I, I had an accident, and I would like to go uh, clean it if you if you may. And he, she's like, oh, don't worry, these things happen. Thinking that he pissed the bed or something, oh and he's like, God. and she's pulling at the sheets as he's pulling away oh. and everything. And all of a sudden, it, it's so funny. It was funny. Dude. I'm sure it is. So he. They end up pulling him up just like perfectly. Oh. Oh. The shit flies all over the oh. whole family's faces. Oh. It was great. That was <laughs> so <awesome>. fucking gross. <laughs> uh, this was told in such shit a great way. everywhere. <laughs> so they showed... Uh, Hopefully this isn't someone's first pop. <laughs> this is the first time they discover yeah. us. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, go back to go the animated. Go back to the animated pod when yeah. they talk about plague dogs. Oh god, <laughs> it's always been there. It could have been on this list had I not talked about it's it. True. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but some of your favorite scenes. Of what I some mean, great stuff in this. Movie. I mean, that is one of my favorite scenes. It's really great. Um, I the the other disturbing one, and it wasn't disturbing to me, but I remember people that were fucked up over it. Is when Hugh McGregor nails himself into. The, he wants to go sober. Cold turkey. Cold right. turkey. Which? So. He nails himself shut into the room. <clears throat> his parents are blocked him in. Yeah, his parents nailed him. He yeah. helped, like, they, he had, like, three, he was, he likes, you need three buckets. Remember? Yeah, at the moment, yeah. he's all for yeah. quitting until yeah. you're three days into withdrawal. Yeah, fuck that. And they show yeah. this is probably the most realistic kind of sh- this, uh, well, showing the, of the baby. The baby. And the baby didn't, the baby died in this movie. Yeah, but he's seeing the yeah, dead He's seeing baby. the dead baby. Like on the ceiling? I like, I can't even... <laughs> like, crawling across. Crawling across the ceiling. And then it comes over his head, and it, like, swivels its head around, like, 300, he 180 does degrees. He does crazy death yeah. scream when he sees it. It's crazy. And man. then it, like, busts the door down and goes straight to the heroin dealer. I loved when they... The scenes where he's with the cook. Oh, Mother? Uh, with Mother, who is in a bunch of other uh, horror movies. Uh, he, or he was in the... Damn, what's that Australian miniseries? I don't know. He looked the real He was deal, really though. good, man. No, he's, he's in a lot of great <laughs> movies. Uh, he was also in Children of Men. He was in Children of Men. He was great in that. But uh, something Mullen, I think his name is. But he played Mother, and they all would do drugs at the same uh, at the same place. So they were all, and they were showing in their the whole movie. They're talking in that thick Scottish accents yep. and everything. But they showed you them kind of like falling down after uh, injecting all the drugs, and all they showed you the fun times they were having. But then the unfun times, and they were all trying to quit at the same time. The music was really good on this. The music movie. was really good. A lot of Iggy Pop uh, on it. But remember, even when he kicks it, uh, his friends are like coming around and trying to stay at his apartment when he's trying to stay sober and everything, yeah. and he just has to distance himself away from them at some. I point. mean, I've had friends that have cleaned up and yeah. gone sober and you can't of, be around yeah, other people that's exactly what I told him when he came out of rehab he yeah. spent like two weeks in rehab and he came out and I said you can't be friends with 
any of the people that you were friends before yep. yeah. that did If you really, drugs. truly want to quit, yeah. I mean, that is the key to I it. I said, find the ones you can feel like are going to help you along the way. That's why I never hang out with you guys other than the <laughs> 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 uh, Those two pre brothers, man. <laughs> They're disturbing. Get you, they, we, get you addicted trying, to movies. Yeah. We're trying to get you to stop doing stuff, or you're yeah. afraid it will get you to do stuff. We'll just let it okay. be contemplated. <laughs> uh, did you see the sequel? I haven't seen the sequel. I didn't see the sequel. Yeah, I don't know what it's about. I didn't even know there was yeah. a sequel. Uh, the guy who wrote the book, just came Irwin out like Welsh, two years ago, yeah, right? Irwin Welsh wrote the book, and it's a hard read because he writes with that slang, oh. so it's very hard. But he did a great book called The Marabou like Stork Dags? Nightmares. I, <laughs> yeah, I like Dags. <laughs> uh, he did a great book called The Marabou Stork Nightmares, which was incredible. It was about a person who was like uh, in like a coma uh, in a hospital, and you were they were talking about the stream of consciousness kind of adventure that they were going on in their head like they were hunting this stork in the jungle and everything but then they would bring you back to him in the hospital and the people interacting with him and everything it was very weird kind of trippy book to read but it was actually kind of fun i always thought they'd make a movie out of it but so far not yet Hmm. yeah maybe we maybe i should insert a 10 second intermission right here (laughs) life is like a Wasn't that great? (laughs) (laughs) Don't you feel better? (laughs) All right, because we we had that, I will go into my next film, and I'll start us off with... Who's uh, Lars von Cheers? Oh, hey! And I knew he was going to be on this. <laughs> oh, Andy Christ! <laughs> this was a fucked up film, man. Have and I would it. not recommend this to most people to see it. But for those next level people who want to see some crazy ass shit, uh, and Lars von Trier is that other guy like Larry Clark, like uh, a bunch of these directors who David Lynch. You know, you're going to watch a weird movie, man. Some of them are a little bit more mainstream than others. Uh, but he started off with break, uh, what Breaking the Waves was a disturbing movie. Uh, then you had Dancer in the Dark, which went on to Melancholia, which I think is the one that you could get people to watch, but they still might not like it because yeah. you got to be really into the kind of an indie uh, tone to it. Antichrist, it was it was insane. It was one of those movies that I would argue lost a good chunk of the audience in the first five minutes. The a larger chunk halfway through it. And if you made it to the end, you were just like, I got to see where the hell this goes. Man. Oh, wow. If you uh, made it to the halfway point, you watched the rest of the It movie. was very realistic. Uh, and it started stuff in it. awesome. Uh, great actor. What is it? Really great actor. Willem Dafoe. William Dafoe. It starred the great William Dafoe, and it starred Charlotte Gaines. It's interesting that he's in both, uh, what is it, the one where he plays Jesus? Clashing of the Christ. Clashing yeah. of the Christ. Oh, yeah. He makes a uh, living at playing disturbing roles or yeah. things that most people won't do and I appreciate that for him yeah. uh, he's he, in he's in so much good stuff. he had some crazy nude scenes in this movie along with he had some, uh, he Charlotte had some, Gaines he had some sex scenes in this movie oh yeah so in the first five <laughs> minutes I'll just break down some major things because it, the, the story itself is pretty simple but it's what's going on so what's happening here and I can tell it from the beginning uh, <clears throat> which is what loses a lot of people the movie starts <laughs> literally out with full penetration sex <clears throat> between Will Defoe and Charlotte Gaines, and wow. you're you're seeing him just have sex with her. And what's happening is they have is a newborn. Is this like NC17 or no, X-rated? No, oh, it's not even rated. 
It's not yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, the scene gets better. It'll get better. Oh, oh good. <laughs> they have a newborn, so they're, they're, they're screwing in one room, and they have the baby monitor and everything in the other room, and it's snowing outside, and you're seeing this toddler get out of the crib, walk up to like the bay window, open it, and it just falls out. And it, you see a slow motion of him falling down, intercut with thrusting of oh Willem Dafoe having God. sex with her. And, and then it actually, after that scene, almost needs to do this. And they he gotta, comes right when th- the baby hits the ground. <laughs> 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 Jesus fucking Christ. I'm out of here. No, no, no. It's the Antichrist. <laughs> Don't worry. It gets worse. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> so, like so I said, a lot of people... I'm all in now. This, was on, ne- this was on Netflix yeah. at one point, too, and I was so surprised it was wow. on Netflix. That's where I saw it originally. <clears throat> Netflix and, doesn't shy away from... Too much stuff. No. Oh well. After I saw this, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> uh, I, that's where also where I saw the the Nymphomaniac one and two, which yeah. were which were good but movies. I, ha- I haven't seen Happiness you know, on and, there, but th- no. And I won't uh, split hairs here. I think Lars I'm sure is definitely talented, and he and he's got a thing to tell, and a lot of it oh, you have yeah. to interpret for yourself. But it's very interesting. Watch Dancer in the Dark. Uh, Dancer first. in the Dark is is that's disturbing, the one you should but watch. it's a very interesting way of telling a story and how it, it plays out. Same with Breaking the Waves, man. It was very interestingly told. But really, there nothing majorly upsetting or disturbing happens for the next, like, 40 minutes in the movie. So what happens is... It's the grieving process. It's the grieving process, and they're going through the different stages of the grieving process. But what's going on here is you've got Charlotte Gaines, who's kind of a lifetime... She's obviously disturbed all all the time in the movie but it just kind of ramps up once the baby dies Willem Dafoe is not only her husband but her, her kind of a therapist and decides to help with the grieving process we should go to the cap this cabin in the woods and we'll work it all out so what happens when they get there is Charlotte Gaines loses her mind basically and I can just jump to a couple of the key jump, moments. Jump, fucked up, jump, jump, fucked up. That, uh, <laughs> that, that are really, really bad. At some point, she thinks um, Willem Dafoe, she, she constantly wants to have sex with Willem Dafoe, but you could tell it's that loveless, I'm just angry having sex uh, because she wants to feel something, I think is what it is. And so the, the, there's moments like that where she'll just pull him on top of her and uh, and just make him come quick. And But there's a moment where she thinks he's going to leave her. So what he does is he's like almost half naked. I guess they were going to have sex and she gets it through her head that something bad's going to happen. So she takes this huge piece of wood and hits him in the dick and then in the head with it. And while he's completely out, he still has an erection. Just They're showing all this, too. I know they, that they, they are. Uh, and it's very Jesus. interesting. He wanted to do this pod. I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to do it. Fans. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Really? It's <laughs> Justin's fault? Yeah, he texted me, man. I didn't tell you. <laughs> okay, stay with me here. Yeah. <laughs> so Don't judge us. In, uh, this is... <laughs> Hey, I didn't make the movie. I'm yeah. just reporting. No, so no. He's hitting, he's hitting the dick no, with a piece of wood. I'm just worried a friend of like, oh, I heard David does a pod. Let's yeah. throw one on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fucked up shit does that kid do in his office time? <laughs> so uh, he still has an erection. So she decides to jerk him off, and he, he ends up literally coming blood everywhere. <laughs> she lays down. Oh, man, this, is, this next part might be the whole time. <laughs> this next part is like, that wasn't the part? I know, right? <laughs> she takes the... Like this weird corkscrew, and he's out, out. And no, this is to his leg. Don't worry about okay, it. Okay. So, <laughs> I, I let you off a little bit there. Fuck. <laughs> I, was, I felt like I was gonna lose you. <laughs> so she she grabs his leg and she bores a hole through his leg mm. and takes this. Uh, it's like a weight. It's like a grindstone that's attached to this like pole. 
and threads the pole through his leg and on the other side locks it. So he he cannot move really. He has to drag along this 30 uh, pound weight that's bored into his leg. And before she does that, she lays down. She takes the sharpest pair of scissors you've ever seen. She grips her her labia in her fingers and she cuts her, <laughs> she cuts just, her clitoris off. You just lost six people right yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad, man. It's sad. <laughs> Careful with the pounding. We got mics here. But that, that's exactly how I felt while I was watching it. I, I rewatched it. Yeah, I, so I rewatched it. <laughs> there was some scenes that I wanted to refresh myself and I uh, knew I was going to talk about. Uh-huh. And my wife was in the room and I totally forgot that she was going to oh. do that. And I... And I looked covered at, her eyes. No, like, she was reading, and I said, "No matter what you do, do not look at the screen." Oh, you, you went all, you went all uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, yeah, yeah. I had to go all Marion there. <laughs> Keep your eyes shut. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, she did. We got. Uh, but you literally, get to see William Defoe dragging this grindstone. He's hiding under trees, and she's she's like naked herself, running through the woods, screaming at him. Why is she doing this? She's just crazy, man. She lost her mind. The the death of her. She was like I said, she was already. Crazy and the death of the kid just He's went waiting overboard. For the devil to show up. And well, yeah, like, no, there isn't really anything no. like that. There is imagery though. A lot of the Antichrist thing is the imagery that's going on. Like this, this one horrible thing has destroyed these two people. Where literally their their brains one of their brains has fractured, and the other one is fractured enough that he's putting up with it for a good amount of time. And it's that's really all it is it's kind of her taking her anger out on him even though they're both really not at fault for this you know i mean that was a complete accident uh, what happened to their toddler shouldn't happen but i mean when crazy has bad things happen to him crazy goes crazy man yep. you don't have to tell me about crazy <laughs> i know all about He's, crazy there you he go. Did his phd yeah <laughs> i just got back from my therapist <laughs> right now <laughs> And I'm going back again <laughs> yeah, right, right after now. this podcast. Oh, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, Jesus. so Antichrist. That one was the hardest one so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. That, one, that one was arguably more difficult. Yeah. Well, I got one more. My number one. But. Your number yeah. one? Uh, Maybe. These, these next two are, are pretty fucking grueling. Um, but grueling is different. They, these next two movies are great, though. I love the ones on my list. So, uh, number two, Hostel. Saw Hostel in the theater. I did, I've too. Ne- haven't seen it since. Uh, yeah. Never uh, seen it. It was actually... It's weird what turned me off uh, the most. It was the. It was almost like uh, the nudity almost turned me off as much <laughs> that, as you the know violence. what that is weird. <laughs> it is weird because <laughs> I super weird. Obviously, I have no problem with nudity, but yeah. they were using it so much that yeah. it almost seemed ridiculous. Right. Well, you know? they were they were trying to get people to yeah, come to this place. It, it, it made sense, but it was like overkill. Like no one's going to do this. No one's going to, and it makes more sense for sure. But yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they they basically. I've never seen this movie. So that's some good stuff. It was Eli Roth. Eli, Eli Roth, Roth, who yeah. did Cabin uh, Cabin Fever, and uh, and there was like Hostel Two and Hostel Three. Two I think. and Three, yeah. yeah. But he did something um, else. Oh well, Inglorious Bastards. Inglourious he was Bastards. he played uh, the bear. Uh, the bear. Dude. He plays uh, the Jew bear. Is that what his name yeah. is? Yeah. And he's a great actor too. Mm-hmm. You get to see him in a lot of different uh, flicks, mm-hmm. even when he's not directing them. People like to put him in there. Yeah. So. This is just the story of these two guys who are backpacking across... Magnum P.I. was one of them. Uh, the new one. Jay Hernandez. Oh, really? The main guy. He, oh, he's I didn't the new Magnum he was P.I. That. Interesting. Um, and they're going and they're staying at these hostels, you know? Um, and they want to, you know, party and have sex and everything like that. And so they're going, you know... It's all fun and games. Yeah. Until yeah. it's not. Until yeah. it's not. Um, <laughs> Until you... 
till you fucking get abducted by these people. It almost and- seems kind of mild compared to how movies are now. But when this movie came out, it was pretty shocking, you know? Maybe the storyline is mild, but like the scenes and like you, like I, you know, I went back and refreshed myself on these yeah. scenes and they still fucking hold up just like the, fine. I don't know. The, the scene with the eye seemed that's incredibly bit, fake to me. That's a bit much, but the other stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, so I, the only thing that was super unrealistic to me and not to jump ahead a little, but the, uh, uh, of course, I would always like to see myself as the hero, but if I was in that horrible situation, there's no way I would have went back for that girl. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I'm sorry. See ya. Um, yeah. <laughs> he didn't even know uh, her. Yeah, no, exactly. He didn't know her? No. Yeah. no. Sorry. And, and he put Literally. himself in, like, Precarious. he was in a horrible situation, and he, and he finally got himself yeah. free, and he went back for And her. then she fucking kills herself anyways. Yeah. So, it like, it was pointless. But So, yeah, tell us kind of what was happening. Yeah, so, you know... Whatever town they were in was just kind of this like weird fucking town, you know. And there, there were these beautiful women, you know. And they would say, "Hey, come party with us. We'll have a good time," you know. And so they'd have sex with them and everything like that, and get them kind of like, "Oh, this is awesome. We're gonna just you know do this whenever sounds, you know while we're here." Like some cult shit, right? And so um, basically, what these girls were doing was they were taking these guys to this place and basically having them abducted and were making good money de- depending on where the guys were from. It's actually a clever story. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I've, I ain't, I've, you won't see me at a hospital. I love the guy in the locker room, dude. That's like, Oh, one of my, man. He is so good yeah. in that role. He's super pumped I've seen him it. in other stuff, too. He's really good. So as it turns out, they're abducting these people because other people, you, you know, you'd think, oh, sex slaves, that's terrible. No, they're using them as like... People to kill, like you can. People will pay good money. Barners and, will come here and pay and just brutally to torture people. Yeah, just in, in whatever way you torture, want. Yeah, you just you have a room to yourself, and there's this person. You got two hours. Yeah, go in there, torture this human being for as long as you want. Yeah, and, and then, some of them are more mild with it than others, and uh, and, and then kill them, kill them when you're done. You know, and we'll you're dispose done. of the body. So a lot of these guys are like dentists anything. or businessmen. So so he beats that one guy in the locker room, which was great, and he's like, "This really pumped up. You've done this before." Yeah, I haven't even seen the movie since the theater but i remember his part so there's two guys one of them disappears first right so you know he's just gonna fucking die so they show you what's happening inside of these rooms and here he is he's strapped to the chair he's got his handcuffs on his (coughs) on his wrist and his ankles he's bound to the chair this guy comes in Starts telling them that, like, you know, I wanted to be a surgeon, but they wouldn't pass me. You so can I, tell you know, that this is a story he just tells every time he comes there to Yeah, do this, absolutely. You know? And he's like, you know why they wouldn't pass me? And, I mean, this guy is already throwing up. Like, he knows, like, nothing good is going to happen. Like, um, And he raises his hands, and his hands just fucking tremble. And he's <laughs> holding a scalpel, you know? And he starts telling him the story of, like, who he is and why he does what he does and everything like that. Um, and finally, <coughs> you know, and he's just like a when sa- I kill the tremor stop. Yeah, yeah, no, well, he's just like a salesman. Yeah, right. He's just like a salesman, but you know, he never wanted to be a salesman. He wanted to be a renowned surgeon, but he can't because he has these tremors. You know, so the kid kind of feeling for this guy. Now. I know, right? Just telling so, us really well. So, yeah. so the kid just says, "Please, you just know, let just let the boy be your dog." Yeah. <laughs> the kid says, "Please, just let me go." You know, and he says, "Oh, you want to go? Okay, you know." And he goes and he kneels down to take off the ankles, you know, anklets or whatever, and he just fucking slices into both of his Achilles tendons, you know. But they don't show what it is, and the kid's just 
screaming, you know? And he just walks up and he goes and he opens the door and he goes, here you go, go ahead. So the kid stands up and they fucking show oh, I the totally ankles. forgot about that. They show the ankles just split right yeah, there. Yeah. And like, oh, fuck, yeah. dude. Um, and I knew he, one of us would get triggered. I forgot about that totally. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and then... It was actually a good movie. And it, even hearing you talking about it makes me want to... I think I own it. I think I just haven't watched it. Yeah, yeah. It. Um, it was a good movie. I heard two and three were garbage. I, yeah, I didn't watch uh, those. Um, but, and, I mean, it's... Well, actually, I heard three was garbage. I think two was the flip side. You saw it from the other point of view, more oh, from the guys doing it. I, th- I think that's what it was, but I can't remember. Paul likes a good torture movie. Yeah, right. He's made two. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this movie really did kind of. So it turned you off a little. Bit. Yeah, no, it was hard to watch. Um, so it was clever though. Then the main character, you know, gets abducted, and he's kind of got this weaselly looking guy who's going to kill him, and he's going to kill him with a chainsaw, um, and. Something happens to where he, like, cuts three of his fingers off, um, and so there's blood all over the floor, and there's, like, a mishap, and he ends up getting free, and, like, he, you know, he kills the guy who's yeah. going to kill it him. It some rewarding scenes in it where, oh, yeah. where the people kind of escaped and yeah, kind of so got he, their revenge. You know, so what happens is is he gets free, and he turns around, and the guy's running at him with the chainsaw. But there's blood on the floor, and he slips and falls, and the chainsaw cuts his fucking leg off, you oh, know? Um, so he's, like, going into shock, but he's also got a gun. Um, but the gun dropped at that moment. So, like, right as he gets the chainsaw and is kind of, like, coming back to and is going to come after this guy, he gets the gun, boom, mm-hmm. kills him. But nobody fucking, you know, thinks, oh, shit's gone wrong because chainsaws and gunshots and people screaming is totally normal. Yeah, yeah. So the guy gets out, you know? Well, you, yeah, you haven't talked about the girl, how she kind of got tortured. Right, well, and so... Uh, was he's, leaving, he's leaving something for the audience. <laughs> right. Tell us. So, <laughs> um, it was the only part I remember uh, the to- of the torture that I thought was... Then again, I, I thought it was... Well, she plays into the guy to the locker room. Yeah. You know, and so he gets out and, you know, somehow, some way he gets like a pair of like real clothes and he finds a black glove and he puts the glove on to show, you know, so nobody notices he's missing fingers. And he makes his way into the locker room and there's this fucking guy in there. I I don't know his name, but he is so fucking pumped up that he's going to go in here and like, you know, oh, did you do it fast or did you do it slow? Like, I can't fucking believe he's like, what kind of person is he? It's funny though, almost. Yeah, no, it is. It's comical. How how excited uh, he is about it. Quentin Tarantino was the producer of this Uh and I could totally see him in that role. Absolutely. They they really should have put him in that role, even though I did love this guy, but I could see him getting that pumped. Right. (laughs) Um, and so like, um, and at one point he's like, oh, look at this. And he shows his forum and he's got this tattoo on his forum and you're kind of like, what the fuck is this? And he goes, let me see yours. Ah. And so then you realize, and he goes, we're both in the same club. Come on, let me see yours. And right then there's a knock on the door that distracts him. And he's like, all right, fine. I'm coming, you know? And so he, he never sees it. Right. So he walks out. Well, as the main character is leaving, he, uh, Here's this girl screaming, you know. Um, Sorry, can, yeah, Cantonese girl, and so he walks. Like better earlier in the movie, maybe. Once I think or maybe. Like that, but that's um, about it. Yeah, and so he ends up walking in on this guy. Well, at the same time, this guy still doesn't know that he's an escaped, you know, mm-hmm. murder victim. Um, and you hear her screaming and screaming and screaming, and the guy fucking turns around, and he's just been blowtorching her fucking eye, mm-hmm. and her eye is like hanging out of the socket it, it and looked like, a little fake no it that did was, that it was did. my only problem and, with it. and then they took it to the point you know so he kills that guy and um they escape but before they leave the room 
he fucking cuts her eye off. I don't know why he would decide to do that. And all of this fucking yellow pus just starts pouring it out. Like it was, it was, it was and it was, and it was purely I mean, to gross you out. Yeah, this yeah is, no, and that I could disassociate from because it was so far over the top. But that whole scene is so <laughs> gut wrenching that you're just like, and you know he's gonna do it, and like. The question in your mind is, are they going to show it or are they not going to yeah. show it? And they fucking show it, man. And like, yeah. oh, it's fucking And it actually disturbing. was a decent movie, too, you know? Yeah, no, and, it and was. It, it goes up As far as movies go. No, as far as, <laughs> yeah. Well, as far as horror movies, I mean, as as it's, it's a torture flicks go. And I would recommend The First Hostel to people because it is, if you can deal with that If you can of, get through it. Yeah. like If you don't have any problems yeah, with see, that. Yeah, uh, don't that, think so. I, I don't think I could, I, to be I, honest with you. I think it's probably why I've avoided it. It right. wasn't bad. I don't I know, think you'd have and a I know how. No, I know I wouldn't. It's just I, there's so much other stuff I could watch. Right, like the King's Speech or something. <laughs> or your next pick. What do you got? Or my next pick, which was actually kind of fun. It had a lot of f- fucked up shit in it. Uh, natural born. Killers. Oh, yeah. oh well, this yeah. was a satire too. Mickey you you knew going into this that yeah. they were like I w- over. See, I would be. Everything. I would pulling for them to do some f- crazy shit. Whereas in the other movie, if I was watching it, I would be hoping they wouldn't do. Some yeah. Crazy mm-hmm. shit. No, and that's what I think a lot of people had problems when they were given this movie shit when it came out. They didn't realize how satirical it yeah. was. It was the same people that didn't realize American Psycho was a comedy. Yeah. You know, I mean, you've got to look at this that this is done so extreme. But and it I was Woody killing, Harrelson man. was great. Uh, um, Julia Lewis. Lewis was awesome. But Timely Jones. Oh, uh, fucking Robert Rodney Downey Jr. Uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield, man. Oh, Jesus, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know right. what he's talking about. Yeah, he was her dad, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, oh, he was like fucker. super creepy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. And it as like a sitcom. Yeah. 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 Style. yeah. Oh, man. That, that was, was. Remember how weird this movie was told? It was very weird. It was very Stone movie. Robert Downey Jr.'s character was great. I mean, it's really the only Oliver Stone movie he ever did like this. That's too. it's another movie where it's, it's very, more of a Terry Gilliam type movie. Yeah, it's very hallucinogenic. Yeah, the whole which thing. is not it's Oliver Stone's like, thing. Like like a, a murderous version of Fear and Loathing. Yeah, like yeah, a, I go a, with that. A carnage, murderous. You know, I, I agree with that 100. percent Also, comedy good. and love story. Yeah, it's beautiful. There was man. some funny ass stuff in this movie. Even, even when they were doing horrible stuff, where they were at the diner at the beginning. Yeah, and oh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, was, Robert Downey Jr. Oh my Jr. god, he was fucking great in that. Movie. Yeah, he was really good. Uh, oh, that scene when they when they were ruined some of this, right? Yeah, yeah. When dude. they shot him. Oh, in the woods up against oh, yeah, the trees. The yeah, you watching Robert famous? Downey Jr. realize that they weren't joking. Yeah. Like, yeah, watching that whole conversation like wind down, mm-hmm. and it was like I knew from the fact from the get go that yeah. they're just. He oh, went fucking crazy with him, yeah. you know. That's so shit. Tommy Jones, man, Tommy Jones is the crazy warden with the crazy hair, just yeah. screaming. Oh, yeah, 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 I I love the scene when they eventually do have the interview in the prison. And oh, yeah. they bust into the Rage Against the Machine sign. They bust in the bomb track. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, shit just goes crazy for yeah. that last 15 minutes. Can you imagine the set in that last 15 minutes of the oh, movie, man? Oh, fuck, dude. Just insane. I love the peyote scene. I was going to say, I, the uh, when she gets bit by the rattlesnake. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like that's fucking crazy. And doesn't he they end up... They were on peyote, too. And apparently end- when, during the movie, Oliver Stone and them were all on shrooms. During a lot of this movie, I would, and he was so willing to talk about it on one of the documentaries. I'm pretty sure he spends a lot of his life on shrooms. Well, he, yeah, he's an old hippie type, anyways. But Morty Harrelson, I, I I heard a rumor he stopped smoking, but 
he's for years he's been kind oh, of yeah, a torch he's... carrier for marijuana. <laughs> oh, for I, I, I was gonna say I would do shrooms with uh, uh, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine it was it was like the producers and the the camera uh, assistant and they were all doing it on the set. Uh, I don't I think more from what I hear was during the scouting <laughs> for it during the scouting <laughs> than the actual filming of it because obviously they're playing with other people's money. Yeah. But he had no problem and, talking and about it in the documentary. Companies. Yeah, <laughs> so it was very interesting. And that you, is it, interesting. It, you, it showed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the movie for sure. It was a fun movie, but it's still, I think it needed to be on the list just because. Oh, yeah. There's some disturbing stuff in that movie, some man. Yeah. Stuff. Well, and, you Everybody know. Dean feels just how oh, casual yeah. they were about it. Yeah. And you know? they shot the. And world class cyclist so and so, like, they shotgun that yeah. guy training for the oh, cycling. Yeah. Oh. Or just the people who are fanatics outside the, uh, uh, the courthouse. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? And. Ushering like Juliet Lewis. I've never had, this is I'm having the time of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't they get away at the end or something? Yeah. Well, yeah. that was it in the woods with Robert Downey yeah. Jr. That's because right. Robert Downey yeah. Jr. helps him escape from prison. That's yep. right. Yeah. And then he shoots him down. He shoots <laughs> him down, man. So, yeah. Yeah. That was a good movie, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Fun in a disturbing way. It was disturbingly fun. Well, then I will continue with that where this movie was fun in a disturbing way, but. It was. It had an equal part of really fun to disturbing in it, in my opinion. And if you were going to see a drug movie, this would probably be the one I would suggest. Uh, even though it has got its level of fucked upness, and it is uh, 2002 Spun. Spun was so great, man. I don't remember Spun. All right, I'm not sure about this. Well, one. I'm gonna lay it. I get on it here. confused with so 200 got... cigarettes. I think sometimes. <laughs> 200 cigarettes? No, that was a simply fun movie that was nothing <laughs> this one had a lot this was all about uh, maybe I have seen it but I don't remember it was about meth addicts and uh, you've got so just to give you the cash you get Jason Swartzum you know Jason mm-hmm. Swartzum uh, from Rushmore yeah, yeah. and uh, he was amazing in this you got the great Brittany Murphy who I loved in this movie so much and it's a shame she's not uh, yeah. with us anymore uh, this is probably the best thing she's ever done. So if you're a Brittany Murphy fan, you should see Spun just for that alone. Mickey like Rourke was really great in this. He played uh, her boyfriend. He was the cook who was cooking at like hotel rooms and shit. This was mm. low-level meth addicts. Yeah. So basically you were dealing with the junkies and you were dealing with uh, – Brittany Murphy was also a junkie, but her boyfriend was the, the cook. And it was about all the – they had scenes where they were really having fun. They had scenes where things were fucked up, but it was basically showed how crazy the addiction was. And uh, a lot of the cast had to do when uh, when Jason Swartzum was out of dope, and at the beginning of the movie, he shows up at John Lacazamo's house. Mm. John Lacazamo, crazy in this movie. Dude. Oh yeah, <laughs> he is just he wears like one pair of shorts in the whole movie, and there's a scene where he's actually uh, he needs to get off, so he's calling like the sex. Uh, hotline and he's jerking off with a sock over his dick apparently they want him to actually do it and he's like i ain't doing that i'll do it with a sock on on his dick but they must have tied it on because there's a scene later on where something shocking happens and he walks out and he does the whole rest of the scene with just the ass flying in the air right on camera but his uh just sock over his dick uh so inside the house so inside this the house fun, huh? oh, this was this one i hope my mom picks this one to yeah. first. <laughs> what are you talking about i'm gonna send her the link yeah. uh, <laughs> this is for you mom you're welcome uh so they get to uh jason swarsman shows up at john lakazama's house inside the house is john lakazama you got mina servi from uh american beauty servina servina no servi the the young girl from american oh, okay. beauty 
Oh, the yeah, 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 the yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one that with the, the roses rose petals and yeah. all that. She was really great in this, but no one looked good in this movie. Scabs, <laughs> yeah. like, cold what? sword wow. fucking... That's <laughs> overboard. <laughs> they made meth addicts yeah. look bad. But I mean, like, overboard. Uh, and the other person in the movie uh, was Patrick Fugit, who was awesome in the movie, man. Which one uh, is he? He's the kid from Almost Famous. Okay. Yeah, he was really great. And he's just constantly playing video games and he's like tweaking out in the uh in the house. Brittany Murphy. Now did they hold someone hostage for something in, or no, am I thinking of a different Jason Schwartzum is doing this fucked up thing with this stripper that he's like tying her to the room and leaving the house for like two days because he's a meth addict and forgets to go back. And he like leaves her in a room tied up with a CD skipping yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. all at the same time. And I have seen this. He movie. lets her out at one point and then he, he ties her back up and does the same thing. Arguably, that's the only fucked up thing Jason Swartzum does in the movie. The uh, but it's weird that they throw it in there. So he, he basically is he shows up at John Lacko's house and then for the next three days, he's just... He goes somewhere with Brittany Murphy. He meets uh, Mickey Rourke. He ends up helping Mickey Rourke transport her around. And it's all the fucked up thing that's happening. And a lot of it's fun. A lot of it's them uh, just getting really fucked up, though. There's some great, great, quick, quick edits in this movie, man. I don't know how many edits in this movie, but I want to say that I heard that it was like 5,000 edits in it. Because they did that jump to the eye, snort, the bump. Right. See, Shots that lasted for like two seconds. Yeah. And or shots that went into animation. There's a great scene where he's sitting there at the strip club and the girl is stripping. She falls on the ground and he sees himself float out of his chair and her vagina opens up and he just goes right into her <laughs> vagina. And he becomes like a sperm and he, he swims around for a while. And then I love the shot because it must have been Jason Swartzum when the director said action. It must have been just him reacting backwards in his chair. Uh-huh. Because what the animation did mm-hmm. is he's he just basically gets spit out of her vagina back into his chair and it's this awesome heavy metal song that's playing during the whole thing and it's really fun man <laughs> I, I would even go as far as to say there's more fun than fucked up in this movie yeah. uh, but it, it's some really great stuff I, I watched the trailer you sent me the yeah, trailer fun, it, it kind of seems like a, a far gone version of Go yeah you know that's the yeah, one yeah, yeah 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 I would, I would go with that Go is the one where he kept the kid as collateral right and they went out yeah, uh, and the, kid, the guy kept saying crazy shit to him, and he's a famous actor. Yeah, I can't yeah, remember. I can't think of. Oh, maybe. Either. Yeah, I think I know. You're he had that about. show on FX. Um, oh, we're giving a lot of information. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know <laughs> that guy. Well, anyways, to give you an example, they were like, <laughs> "Thanks for your help, Dave." Jeremy something. Uh, I don't know. You have to pull up the cast. Pull up the cast. If you show Paul, he'll say, "Oh yeah, that's what he says." Because <laughs> you quote him, but. Uh, what was great is Peter Stamari played one of the fucked up detectives and they would move around like they're 70s cops and they were taking bumps of meth themselves but they wired up Patrick Fugit to go into John Lacazamo's house and he's Mina Servi wants to make John Lacazamo like jealous so he climbs on top of Patrick Fugit and starts having sex with him and pulls his shirt up and sees that he's wired so John Lacazamo comes up and he's screaming what are you trying to screw me and he accidentally the gun goes off and he shoots Patrick Fugit in the dick and they do one of those what? great damn they do those great close-ups on all three of them where they're all screaming at the same time and then it ends on Jack, John Lacazamo screaming and it's like, oh my God, that looks like it hurt. <laughs> so it, was, it had its fun moments in it, man, but it was ultimately it was fucked up. The there was a great scene where, uh, where uh, Mickey Rourke is in this like uh, small RV uh, or hotel room uh, cooking meth and you get to see a chain reaction. Something catches on fire uh. and he... 
he doesn't even miss a beat. He reaches, grabs his coat, and hightails it out the front door. And there's a great sh wide shot of him in slow-mo leaving the hotel room and the flame coming out and almost coming inches from his ass oh, wow. as he busts out. And he doesn't stop. Runs across the highway. Yeah. Cars are screeching by. He goes. He dumps his mask, all his clothes, goes down an alley, and he's like, boom. Yeah. That's how he does That's it, man. It. Yeah. He just knows it's part of the game Damn. when you're not like the Breaking Bad guy. I've heard stories about people doing it out of their trunk. That's crazy, man. The We're in Florida, so I'm sure a man in you Florida was beginning that over sentence. Is probably, I've never... I, I won't say. I won't I'm not say in the that name. world. Yeah. And the, it, it, it feels gross when I'm watching those movies. All, like just like, um, who was the guy from Narc? Jason Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. What was the one he did before Rush? that? Rush. Yeah. Like one of my favorite movies. I can't connect to that world at all. Mm -hmm. But just the, the the watch the addiction take over. Oh yeah, you could put Rush on this. That was a good movie. I won't say the oh, name Rush. of the town, but that place where you go to launch your boat to go fishing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that place is heavy. They they do they they. You, I would assume because there's nothing else there. Yeah, it's they, like and people have these really nice houses. Those and I'm like How those drugs never end well though. I don't understand. Yeah, no, how you and think that's all, and, gonna... and it's not stuff that gets brought in. They, it's everything's like homemade. Like yeah, it only ends one way. You can't get certain type of batteries in town because like they take those and they use whatever's in the batteries oh to help God, make the man, stuff. That's like crazy. So they can't keep them in stock, but at the same time they know if people are coming in to get this type of batteries. Like oh gee, I wonder what they're using that for. So yeah. like it's crazy, that's man. A big reason you I have go Amazon. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> the only reason I have to like, they ain't got no internet batteries. out there. <laughs> I have to show my license at CVS to get cold medicine now. Oh yeah, that shit. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. When did that start? Um, the license for the cold medicine. Yeah. Like, she's like I mean, ten years ago. Right around all these movies yeah. were coming yeah. out about. Um, right around. I wonder Bad. life. So the people that write these scripts, have been late they 90s. must. They must have to have some connection to these worlds. You would to think. be able to describe them so aptly and it's yeah and i'm not listen i'm not knocking people for addictions oh, i mean no, man this is i like difficult. my bourbon yeah <laughs> try to take it out of my cold dead hand yeah. <laughs> nicotine's almost harder to yeah than heroin, I, so. i'm never judging these types of movies even though i can't understand but i like oh, i can empathize for i can them, empathize and, it, and, it, and it's interesting to see this life played out the way that in the in these movies and I know from because because of people I've heard from that people are like, this is how it is, dude. Yeah, <laughs> everybody like, wants that to is feel... a very accurate. Uh, yeah, picture everybody of it. wants to feel good, and you can't blame them. And for I can tell you right now, disturbing. You wouldn't or, want them to disturbing or not. If somebody tells me this movie is exactly how a subject is, I'm watching that freaking movie mm. because yeah, I want to know. Course. If someone says this is the most accurate yeah. police Vietnam drama or that you've ever seen, movie. or Vietnam right. or yeah. something like that, like that's like the best kind of review you could give to a movie. Yeah. In my opinion. like I almost wouldn't trust like. Like Oliver Stone, you knew he was gonna do a good movie because seems like he signed up for that thing just so he could do a movie. Oh, Platoon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like Platoon. He went to Vietnam so that he could come back and know, write right? the yeah. book and make the movie about Vietnam. Yeah, and uh, that's some field work there. Platoon. <laughs> few Oliver. Yeah, no shit. Right. I love Oliver Stone. He we'll, his we'll documentaries his, his documentary series, which covers like eight different ten different types of things. Mm. Is phenomenal. Yeah, if you get a I chance to watch it, he's controversial. You're getting his side of the story, obviously, but, but you, you gotta go with that when you think anything. I, you know? I, I tend to agree. I would agree with ninety percent of everything that he I says. Agree. He I goes agree. off the deep end a couple of times. It's like, yeah, that's a. I mean, be very, very quiet. I'm hunting wabbits. <laughs> All right. 
Who was oh, that? Who was that? That was me. Spun. Was yeah, okay. man. Now this is going to get fucking gross. <laughs> and pause. Yeah. <laughs> this is your number one. Yeah, this is my number one. Um, and I, before you even mention the name of it, there is, I am very like deep, deep into the horror community uh, with movies and like uh, toys and stuff like that. My cousin's always been too. And uh, the movie you're about to say is always on the top of the list of uh, the gross out uh, or just kind of insane horror movies. Yeah, dude. Um, I hope you're the, not talking about what, what I think. No, 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 it's not that. Okay, it's the Green Inferno. Oh, okay, yeah. no. you thought it was Human Centipede? Yeah, <laughs> I almost. I, I, say, I, I almost was going to call dude. like a wild card. That's yeah, like, no, no take that I, one I've off. never seen that. Yeah, I cannot I've never seen it either. To watch it. I, I I stopped one. I stopped someone from telling me what it was about after yeah. they got to a certain point. Oh, yeah, I yeah. saw the first like seven or eight minutes of it, yeah. and I was just like, I can't. It's one I, of those movies. It's nah, probably the most. We spent too much time talking about well, it no, right now. No, yeah. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen it either, so I can't oh, really tell you certain things. And there's about like it five of them now, or something like that. Wow. They, but it's they, one of those things that I think more people have heard word of mouth about it and not seen it than yeah. people that have. I, I just but know that's it, so weird when yeah. someone's. Tells you like that's so fucked up. But yeah. I've heard a lot of people that are horror fans, and I, yeah. I'll listen to a lot of horror fans, and they won't watch it. They're yeah. like, they're like, I'm a huge horror fan, dude, and there's just nothing redeeming about no. it. Yeah, like, ugh, all fuck. right. So uh, the green was Inferno. there redeeming qualities to this movie because this was always up there with like Cannibal. I've Holocaust never even heard this, of this movie, so, so you're gonna have to. No, I knew all about this. So a couple of one really cool thing though. Had you seen this? A while ago, or did you recently watch it? Oh no, I saw this years ago. Okay, yeah. I might, I might have gone to the, me- I might have seen this in the played in the theater. I think <laughs> I didn't even think it played in the theater. I might be mistaken. Maybe yeah. it was Redbox. I'd be surprised. But I, if I know I saw Florida. it. Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the cool thing about this is, is the tribe that they uh, that is in this movie is an actual Amazon tribe that I believe had never been recorded before. Mm-hmm. They'd been met and everything like that, but had never been recorded. Mm-hmm. Um, and they agreed to do this. So like, this is a real fucking tribe. You know what I mean? Like in this movie. So everything is really natural looking and, yeah, you yeah. know, um, you're and, waiting for them to freak out. At any oh my God. Moment. So this was a special effects like, uh, Supervisor's wet dream. Oh my god, dude! Um, like so, a good George Romero type. Yeah, or uh, it's about now. Have you seen it? I haven't. I've seen. Yeah. I, I've seen no bits and pieces about it and everything. Okay, I know enough. It? No. I know. I know I'm, enough that it's probably not my uh, cup of tea. Yeah. Um. It's <laughs> like big pieces of shit. <laughs> no, that's human centipede. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so is this is a story about a group of uh, like activists who go down to the rainforest to try and stop the deforestation. Worst decision there. ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, is this and movie gonna get cannibally? Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. Because yeah. um, <laughs> that's how I felt like it yeah, was going. <laughs> like, um, so they go down there and they do their protest, right? Um, the, the, the logging company is there and, you know, they have armed people with them in case anybody tries to do this, except for they all have cell phones and they're broadcasting everything live on whatever streaming stuff mm-hmm. they're doing. And the main character, somehow, some way you find out her family, somebody in her family is involved with the UN and that's like why the main guy like took her on this trip because she was insurance, but nobody knew that, or she didn't know that, but they knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they stopped this uh, logging company, and um, you know, there's like a tense standoff for a second. But because she's affiliated with somebody in the UN, a phone call comes from nowhere, 
and is like, yo, you need to let these people go. Mm-hmm. So they, they're victorious and everything, and they get in their plane, and they're flying home, and they're celebrating. Fucking engine, something happens with the engine. If it isn't one thing, it's a goddamn another. Yeah, the, <laughs> something happens with the engine. There's a plane crash. Like, it's a great... So they really didn't even need the first part of the movie, right? They could have just started it, right? Yeah, the plane crash. They could have. Well, you yeah. wouldn't have had any perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. I mean, and it was, it was, it was good because it gave, um, like character development oh i remember now her lock they they chained themselves to trees and the main character main female role her lock wasn't working but they knew it wasn't working they did it on purpose you know what i mean so that they would take her hostage and put a gun to her head you know and it would be like un motherfucker you know Mm -hmm. so so the plane crash is realistic as shit um the, the tail breaks off, somebody goes flying. When it finally hits the ground, a tree comes straight through the windshield, oh, man. just takes this guy's head off at the bottom jaw. That's all that's left <laughs> that's like, there. That's in right now for yeah. our movies, too. Oh, so, um, yeah, I think there was something else I've, I've seen, seen that in recently. I've seen that recently, yeah. So, there's some carnage during the plane crash, and, like, six of them survive. Um, That's a pretty good number. Yeah, and and one of them is, like can't get out of the plane. Like she's stuck, and they're like, "Okay, we'll just stay right here. We're gonna go check it out. We'll come back for you in a minute." So they go and they're looking around. They're trying to find like the GPS, and all of a sudden you see somebody like in the background, and you're like, "Oh fuck, here it comes!" You know, it's gonna go full Jurassic Park. Yeah, you know, like clever girl. What's wrong, kid? You don't like lamb chops? So, um, right before that starts to happen, um, the plane fucking explodes and the girl that's in there like goes up and you hear her like, ah, bam, hits the ground. She dies. You got out easy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and so the, the, when the guy walks by, one of the girls sees him and like, she's like, oh, I think there's somebody here. Fucking arrow right through her neck, you know? And then they just start attacking. Mm-hmm. A couple of people they just kill instantly. The rest they dart, you know, so that they go to sleep. This did premise has actually they, been done a did lot. Did they wake up being uh, basted? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it's like, because I saw it on Bugs Bunny. Yeah, yeah, in a pot with carrots and celery. He's like pouring water yeah, on himself. Yeah, No, uh, that did not What's happen. What's interesting about this film is there's almost two ways you could do it, because you could almost make it just as scary not showing everything mm-hmm. and just kind of alluding to things. And oh, everything. no, that's what they do. Uh, that, I thought they showed a good amount of it. They don't show well, a good no, amount no, of no. it. No, no, no. So they come, when they wake up, the survivors are in a cage. And they don't really know what's going on. And there is this, the the shaman and the priestess mm-hmm. of, oh my God, dude, they are so crazy looking. Like one of them is painted all black. The other one is painted all yellow. Yeah, that, that's like, the one that he became like the face of this movie. And every everybody, and everybody in the tribe is painted red. Yeah. And so like they're in this cage. They don't really know what's going on. Um, and... Eventually, they bring them some food, you know, and they're like, don't eat it, don't eat it. And one of them, you know, one of the, the main guy is uh, is trying to say like, um, you know, oh, it's just pig scraps, you know. Um, it's just pig scraps. Just have some. It's It'll be totally fine. Um, and so they're eating it. And one girl is like, oh, I'm a vegan, you know, and they're like, well, you have to eat. You need your strength, mm-hmm. you know. And she starts eating it, and she gets to the bottom of the bowl, and it's bloody, and it's somebody's fucking tattoo. Oh. Yeah. Like, she realizes they made the fucking bowl out of their friend's skin. And, like, 
there's some form of like clay to yeah, it also. Yeah, you know, I eat cereal. Right. Well, there's some. It's also maybe it's just in the bowl or something because there's clay there. So she just fucking breaks it and just slits her fucking throat. Oh wow! And she doesn't say anything about what it is, you know, and so none of them know. So eventually they go and they take one of them out and like everybody's like cheering him on and everything like that. And this dude, <laughs> this is this is the scene when I texted you and I said, mm. Bone Tomahawk yeah, yeah, yeah. ain't got shit on Green Inferno. <laughs> you know the axe that they use in that scene in Bone Tomahawk? Mm. They basically use the same thing. Yeah. They take I mean, the guy, these guys were very similar to kind of the troglodytes. Yeah, and, yeah. And, um, they just lived in the rainforest, yeah. you know. Um, and so they take the guy and they're putting him on this altar and the priestess comes up and she's got this like huge long curled sharp edged kind of like a claw but it's you know it's fabricated of something you know and they don't really know what's going on yet they don't know what's happening and she just scoops out one of his fucking eyes holds it up to the tribe eats it scoops out the other eye eats it cuts off his tongue eats it (laughs) And then the the shaman comes in with that big like we're you moving know, down. I ain't liking where this is going. Oh yeah, he comes in. Yeah, the shaman eats it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the shaman, and I mean this guy is just, he started screaming when the eye is taken, and now he's just like you can't even make a scream because they've cut his tongue off. Yeah. You know, so he comes in with that like bone tomahawk, yeah, yeah. comes in, chops off an arm, chops off a leg chops off another arm, chops off another leg, and then saws his fucking head off. So he's he's aware during the whole thing. And that's when they realize what's happening. Shortly after that, remember we were on the Marvel pod, I told you about my favorite ants, the Siafu? <laughs> the Siafu make an appearance. So they put this guy onto a pole. Do you know what the Siafu are? No, I don't. Justin has favorite ants. Yes. <laughs> are they the ones that they, they sting people on purpose as a rite of passage in... In real life? Possibly. Um, I think they're also known as bullet ants. Um, But basically what they do is they pinch a hole in you. There's three different sizes of them. And they pinch a hole in you. (laughs) One for every person. Yeah, yeah. And then... They hold the whole. He's inspired open. me to change my last movie too. All right. I don't know. If I, I don't know if I'm. Bitches. I don't know if I'm allowed to do that, but I'm. You get, can do, do I'm it. I'm gonna do it. I'm excited for it. <laughs> so you pick my girl after all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm inspired. So uh, the Siafu mm-hmm. go inside of you and eat you from the inside out. So yeah, and, and like, dude, this movie is so fucking brutal. Yeah, and it's, gory. it's it's certainly gratuitous. Yeah, it's put out there to be gratuitous for people that are kind of interested in that kind of thing. Yeah. That's why I, I could tell I, I would recommend Hostel, but it, unless you're a diehard... I would you'd not have recommend to be, this to anyone. Yeah, I don't even think my cousin watches this, yeah. uh, Green Inferno. It might even be too much for him. Uh, it's a different style. I But then again, if we were a little younger and we grew up... I bet when we were watching, we would watch every horror movie we get our hands on. Probably. So when I was, yeah. if I was a teenager when this movie came out, it probably would have been something I watched. But it's it's crazy. It's yeah. something oh, disturbing. <laughs> Ate it. <laughs> That's my new mantra. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave. So blow us away. What inspired yes. you? What, what would possibly Green Inferno? Cannibalism. Oh, oh, oh shit. Ravenous. Oh, man. Oh, that's a great one, dude. Ravenous has got its disturbing... Uh, and I've seen it since the last time we talked really? about it. Yeah. And the most disturbing thing in Ravenous is the goddamn music. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh it is, too. It keeps you on the edge of your seat the it's, whole goddamn movie, yeah. and you, you 
it sucks because you feel just as gross as ding 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 premise to a movie i mean the script was great yeah because mm-hmm. you didn't know what but this was also was one that on. had a perfect blend of comedy yeah, it. It, yeah, it, yeah. it was it was funny it had a lot of funny stuff david yeah. arquette was hilarious yeah, david and he's arquette. Arquette. Uh, me. yeah, yeah. Uh, and jeremy uh, davies. davies yeah jeremy oh. davies oh the, the uh, guy, guy that played the kind of the moron uh yeah david arquette arquette yeah, yeah, yeah. he was fucking great in this yeah. movie yeah jeffrey jones was in jeffrey this movie. jeffrey jones uh guy pierce and uh that guy from uh, what was it, a band of brothers? Mm-hmm. The one that was like, oh yeah, yeah the tough yeah, guy yeah, that yeah, was yeah, in yeah. the river and yep. shit. So yeah, it had a bunch of interesting people in it. The guy from West Wing was in, and it, it had too. a cool like supernatural kind of element too. Yeah. Too Wendigo, Wendigo. So yeah. it was like an ancient Indian tradition, and if you eat the flesh of another man, you absorb not only sustenance but you gain some of like his their essence. power. Yeah, and I guess the they weren't allowed to talk about it because it's. It's against the gods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But well, what's interesting how how Robert Kyle came yeah. to the camp. From that point on, it was just it so was crazy. he shows up just this is like out of his mind, disoriented. Yeah, saying, should mention it's like an abandoned. Like, it's an outpost from in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, in like snow, pretty much on the Oregon Trail. Yeah, like back during die of dysentery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> but he shows up like covered, covered in blood. Freak uh, the fuck naked. out, naked. Yeah, how they don't even know how he survived out there. Right? Yeah, and like what happened? He's like, oh, someone went crazy and started killing all the. He was like a wagon train. Yeah, and he started killing all, but one lady's still alive, and she, he's got her in the cave or something. Yeah. He talked about how they were uh, eating eating people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that once they died, not to kill them. To eat. Right. Yeah, yeah. That, that was his story. <laughs> I mean, you found out he was to tell the truth. <laughs> and they obviously, they obviously freaked out and they wanted to. Yeah. So they got next morning together. We got to go expedition. He, but he did a great job of pretending like he was fully oh, yeah, scared. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, remember when it kind of switched when he started laughing. Yeah. When the we started going for was garden started and, going for the knife that was buried there. Yeah. Oh yeah. As they were figuring out what actually was going on in the cave and what was actually happening, he he was someone did go the, crazy. Yeah. Someone went crazy. But it was him. Yeah. He was eating all these people. Yeah. They all he did is find the pile of bones. And right? now he's yeah. They found their uniforms and they yeah. were juicy. You could see the, like the juicy skeletons and everything. So they're <laughs> once they hear them, they're screaming up above because they had to go like go down in a cave. Well, uh, and and doesn't like Guy Pierce he he falls one of those. Well, that was afterwards when he got back up. Yeah. When he dragged himself back. Well, what are you going to ask? Well, doesn't he like end up eating somebody too to like get their essence? Yeah, later on. I think that's yeah. later on. But what happens is he falls into one of those tra- tiger traps. Well, he falls. He jumps. Remember, he purposely. Oh, that's he, right. Robert Carlo chases him to the egg. He's going to kill him. He jumps. He falls like. Through the canopy. Through these trees. And he ends up uh, falling and piercing his uh, like his side. Yeah, yeah. But the guy from Band of Brothers had fallen fell earlier and when during his fall it released him to fall even further so his body was hanging like right above him oh wow so in order to survive he had a body right above him to that's eat. what it was and then when he came back he had already kind of uh taken the spirit taken it and yeah. realized so but it became it was a crazy ending i mean yeah. where it was an all-out fight they were making they were like, stew and jeffrey jones who you thought had died earlier had drink they yeah. they nursed him back to life with the stew and he yeah. was all for it everyone's that's like right. a, he's a believer yeah. once they uh, crazy once they fight eat scene at the end just some with the pitchfork <laughs> vicious <laughs> vicious it, it very bloody, bloody, very bloody, bloody. Yeah. Not as much violent movie. as it is just bloods everywhere. 
Even yeah. at the beginning, they kind of set that up with that steak that they threw on his plate. Mm. It was just covered yeah. in blood. No yeah. women in this movie at all. No movie, not women, huh? No, nope. oh, that's interesting. I never. Yeah, I guess. I don't, I don't know if they showed that. a flashback with uh, one of the pioneers, but I don't. Oh no, that was the Indian woman. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She was one. Never yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah, she was good in this too. She, she got yeah. the fuck she's, out. She had early, the, man. She, <laughs> she was the one with the deer skin with the oh, yeah. with the legend written she on it. She was in another mm-hmm. movie. What the hell else did I see her in recently? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, it was good, man. Definitely right. I had to call it out. Nice now I, what I, now I like it. The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, I want to know that? what the other one was. You want to hear what number one I gave up for what, that? What did you give up for? Iceman. Oh, the Iceman Ooh, was a good yeah, movie, though. That was a good movie. I don't know and if it was as say, disturbing, but it, this is why the I think tapes are probably more. Disturbing. No, yeah. this when is you why do documentaries pick that. This is why I think it's disturbing because he wasn't psychotic. Yeah, that's true. He he was doing it as a job, yeah. and he would have rather had done well, something else. He was else. a sociopath, you know what I mean? But he, just, it he wasn't didn't affect him. It, yeah, he didn't enjoy it like most multiple murder, murderers right, yeah. that get off on killing yeah. people. And yeah. that's why they have to do it. They don't want to do it, but they have to do it. Right. He didn't care one way or another. It was a job. Yeah. And that was that's even another level of yeah. disturbing. Yeah. I agree. Was good. So, Michael Shannon. Yeah. Michael Shannon. I, who I just those crazy characters. I just got yeah. inspired by uh, the by cannibalism. Cannibalism. And, there you go. Hey. Huh. Like the South Park one when they get locked in the gym for like <laughs> yeah. a day yeah. and they kill Eric Roberts, <laughs> Eric Roberts. and then, yeah. and then uh, what's his name is leaving. Mr. Garrett is leaving. With He's a got a doggy bag with Eric Roberts. I'm taking some Eric Roberts to go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This next one. And in the horror kind of community, man, this is a biggie. Anytime you see a list of uh, greatest horror movies, not really a gross-out horror movie, even though it does have a small scene and it's pretty gross. Uh, this one's always on the top ten, man, and it's 1999's Audition. My cousin knows this movie, man. We're both big fans of this movie. And uh, either of you ever even heard of this? I've no. heard of it. You told me about it. And really, really I amazing not man. to watch. It, it was really amazing. <laughs> no, it was. It, there was some disturbing stuff in it and everything, but it yeah. was. Yeah. Let's just be clear on this real quick. <laughs> None of these movies that we've talked about, I'm ever watching again. Oh no, there's <laughs> some good ones on here, man. <laughs> I can't say that. I watched Natural Born Killers when I got home. I've seen yeah, that, the Ice that Man one, three that times. One, yeah. No, there's a lot of ones. A Spun <laughs> I would watch over and over again. Spun's pretty fun. Uh, uh, this one, this one's a great one to, uh, to watch around Halloween. It's a great <laughs> horror movie, man. Celebrate. And, Mother's so it's, Day, I should say it's it's a Japanese film and it's uh, subtitled, and uh, there a lot. It's very slow paced in the movie, and then it all comes down to this. It's a slow, slow build, man. But it is such an amazing build to that last ten minutes, and I would definitely recommend it to a, a horror fan out there. So let me break down a little bit for you. We've got this uh, at the very beginning of the movie. We see this Japanese guy, uh, and he's. Uh, He's sitting by his wife, and she, you can tell she's in the hospital, and she's on her deathbed, and she ends up dying. And the, her, his four-year-old son comes in, made her, made her something, and realizes the mom's dead. And they kind of jump forward like seven years. And uh, the kid's like a teenager now, and he's living with his dad, and he, he's kind of grown up, and he's trying to get his dad to get out there and uh, find a girlfriend, get a wife and everything, and he just, he just can't seem to get himself to do it. So he's at a bar one night with his best friend and his best friend is in the movie business and he says i got a great idea so we got a lot of shell uh, scripts are on the shelf why don't i just pull one up and we start this audition process for a character in the movie and what it really will be is you auditioning this girl for a girlfriend or a future wife mm-hmm. and we ask her these questions and everything under the ruse that she's there auditioning for a part and uh and then you can pick and choose who you want <clears throat> so we see him go through the audition 
he goes through a lot of different uh, girls. One girl that he had looked up a little ahead of time and saw that she had done ballet and everything, and uh, he had a couple questions about her, and he was just captivated by her immediately. And his friend is like, yeah, I don't like her. He says, I don't know why, I just don't like her. He said, maybe you should... Uh, should think before you uh, contact this girl. And he, he's like, no, I, I think I want to uh, talk to this girl. So he ends up... The filmmaker did or the son uh, did? No, it's not the son. The son's just the guy's kid who's at home. Okay. It's the guy. The guy himself. The guy and his best friend. His best friend set up the audition. For him. Uh, for him. Uh, to, but, to look the at other all these kid, women. But the friend liked this girl. The friend did not like the girl. Oh, did not like the girl. The, the person oh. that's... Uh, yeah, that, he should have listened to his should've friend. Should have listened to his friend. And I don't exactly even know what's going to happen. And I yeah, that. he should have listened to his friend. This woman turns out to be deeply, deeply disturbed. But before we even realize that, they go out on a date together, and she seems pretty normal. She's pretty timid and everything, and he's asking her questions, and she's answering them, and... Uh, uh, I didn't know you if you'd call me and everything, and uh, uh, I'm so glad you did, and you could tell there's probably going to be a next date. Well, he goes a couple days. His friend said, don't call her right away. You know, kind of give it some time and everything. There's a great scene, and this is the first spot that we think something is wrong. We see this static image of her living room. And uh, what's going on in the living room is we see her kneeling uh, kind of – Almost Indian style with her head straight down with her chin is touching her chest and her hair is all over her thing. And she's not moving. Mm-hmm. But there's a telephone in front of her. And there's this huge bag that looks like almost like a bag that would fit like hockey gear in it. Uh, I got one. Next to her and everything. <laughs> and you're, you're looking at the <laughs> not scene. Not for the reasons you think. I have <laughs> hockey gear. <laughs> you're looking at the scene and you're wondering what the hell is going on here. Is she sitting there waiting for him to call because there's the phone is right in there and they show that shot and they go away from it they show the uh the other guy doing some stuff with his son his family his friends and they cut back where he's he looks at the phone he's thinking of calling they cut back to the same scene she's still sitting there with her head up and the phone rings and all of a sudden the sound of the phone ring the bag moves you hear this groan and the bag moves like uh like rolls over Uh something's in the bag obviously uh-huh. and then you, when the phone rings they get the close-up of the girl's smile just like growing on her face that finally he's called back and then basically what happens is they start this relationship and uh she needs to know that i'm the only <laughs> one to uh to love you and i want to know that you'll always come back to me and everything and there's moments where it seems really weird because she's she's not very open about who she is and he ends up connecting with somebody that used to know her and he was creepy as hell and he had like these fake legs and you don't know why he had these fake legs she's got this unknown like burn that's on her thigh that you don't know what it's from uh well the movie takes off at one point at the end i mean it, it goes through about probably an hour an hour and 10 minutes and then it happens where she loses it and drugs him and he falls on the ground and she tells him you could see that she puts on these leather gloves that go up over her elbows and she puts on a huge thing so she's got something Blood smock. she's got something planned <laughs> Fuck. earlier she had uh there was one little thing that was mentioned earlier that was interesting where he went to do some research on her at an apartment she used to live at and uh they were like Oh, I don't know who the woman you're talking about. There was something horrible that happened in that apartment, though. And they're like, well, what happened? And they said, well, they found the manager cut up in pieces. And they said there was only one problem. He says when they put them back together, there was like three extra fingers and, uh, and a tongue there. So they don't know where the hell that came from. Wow. So that was already implanted in our head. And so 
she sits over him and she's smiling through this whole thing. And she's like, I love you. I told you you'd never leave me. You can't move, but you'll feel everything uh, and you'll see everything. And so she starts and she basically pulls a misery and she takes this piano wire in her hands and she's got handles on each end and wraps around his foot and the foley guy did his work that day foley noises in this movie (laughs) i'm telling you and i'm telling you there was nothing disturbing up until this last part and even Mm. this was it was (laughs) it was more the sound effect that was going on because they didn't show it until i don't think justin's having as much fun he's he's having a great time (laughs) (laughs) he can't wait to listen to this for the second time all right so she's going back and forth i tuned him out here (laughs) (laughs) let me tell you she's going back and forth with this piano wire and his foot just like falls off Ugh. it just comes right off and then she pulls out this box full of like uh, needles long needles and she's doing acupuncture and she's she's putting him in Oliver's chest to the point where he's got like 30 of them on his chest and she mentions that the one of the most painful spot is under the eyes so she puts them under his eyelids and the problem is is He's, he's, he's looking around and he's seeing it. Now, all of a sudden, you hear her son come through the front. His son comes through the front door. And she dips out and uh, he's looking down at his dad. And like, Dad, what's going on here? And he's uh, all of a sudden, she comes out from the door and they're like chasing each other. And I don't know how much I should go into it because it was really cool. Uh, but... <laughs> It was really crazy, like hearing the kid call the uh, police, saying, "My dad's here. He's got uh, pins all over him, and he's lost his foot. I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't oh have all the information God. here and everything." But it was like this slow burn to how crazy this woman was, mm-hmm. and that we she just looked like this meek girl that was probably damaged somehow mentally, and that <laughs> she needed somebody to break her out of her shell. Yeah, if you didn't know you were watching a horror movie, right? That's yeah, what you yeah, would yeah think exactly. Until that last ten minutes, rom com, where she yeah. <laughs> The smile on her face while she was doing all this, she had a fantastic time taking his leg off. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, it was really interesting, and I've got the image of her, and you'll see it on the uh, thing of her stretched out with the uh, piano wire stretched out in her hand wearing mm-hmm. the gear. Woo. It's crazy, man, and it's it, it's somewhat difficult to watch because of the, the sound effect and yeah. everything that's going on, and you know what's happening, but it is a very enjoyable horror movie, so mm. I would recommend it. But it's well, That just, sounds it's interesting just, It's a slow sure. burn. Yeah. But if you're out there and you're listening, you want that. Uh, <laughs> you goddamn. That sounds good to you. <laughs> <laughs> so now's a good time to mention. Family if you liked films. It, if, this yeah. was week, if this was your favorite pod, you'll hate next week. Yeah. Because <laughs> next week we're gonna bring it. We brought it down to the basement on this one. The next one we're gonna bring it right up to the attic and do some great, fantastic family films. I'm actually really excited. I made a huge list. My list is like 20, so I've had to knock some off. And uh, this next week's gonna be a really fun <laughs> now, one. Just to clarify, Justin, this is family films that real good films, wholesome Uh, family films, not not Justin family films. Oh, okay. Not saying there's anything wrong with you. Some great like (laughs) Shining is on there. Damn it! No, but if you pull some of these great family films from the '80s and the '90s out, we were thinking of some the other day. We were like, oh man, it's almost too many. We almost need to do two parts. So if it becomes a second episode, so be it. But uh, for now, we'll leave it as one man. Cleanse our souls. I know, right? Some good stuff. No, I've been looking forward to that pod since we started this. One, <laughs> <laughs> low those two hours and twenty one minutes. Ate it. <laughs> Ate it. <laughs> All right. So if you want to get a hold of us, you can uh, give us a like or a uh, or a comment on SoundCloud or iTunes. Our two platforms there. You can uh, check us out on uh, 
Facebook, Fascinated with Films, and our email is fascinatedwithfilms at gmail.com. Yeah, man. Looking forward to next week. Yep. It's going to be a good one. (laughs) I'm sorry if we led to uh, therapy. (laughs) Or at least now you'll know what movies not to watch. Yeah, right. (laughs) Oh, man. You you know, when you hit every genre, it has to be one that you hit. So got to pull that Band-Aid off quick, and then we'll Uh, replace it with some Charlotte's Web next week or whatever. (laughs) Whatever fits the... Fits the mold, so. Hell yes. All right. Till then. See ya. Peace. Bye. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size, catches seeds just like flies. Look out. Here comes the Spider-Man.